7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! To whom it may concern, this is to certify that Kenneth R. Picklesheimer Jr. has served as a juror in the Cuyahoga County Court of Common Pleas and Cleveland Municipal Court from January 21st, 2020 to January 23rd, 2020, for which he will receive $81. Thank you. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide Radio for Humans. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. How should I spend the princely sum of $81? Well, um... I'm thinking maybe I, I, uh, uh, oceanfront property somewhere. Oh, yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> I, or at least a, maybe a few bags of sand and a kiddie pool. <laughs> like swamp. Yeah. You get a swamp. Sure. Then any... You know, you could, you could use that money. No, no, I just, you know what? You and Sue's go to town with yourself and carry yourself a good, good old burger. Yeah, yeah. So uh, actually, well, she she got me a she got me a Whopper sandwich from the Burger King today. So. I w- was it one of the so. plant free ones? Uh no, she got me the regular one. She had the oh. Impossible Whopper. So, um, um okay. yeah. Well, but uh, anyway, and Josie, you right. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. How much do they pay for jury duty out there? Uh, about the same. Yeah. About the same. <laughs> now. Except we save on judges because they fall asleep during the uh, uh-huh. during the trial. Well, Like mine did. <laughs> yeah, he was off cold. Oh, God. And I'll tell you, the defense lawyer was making great points, but he didn't hear a thing. Oh, it's a good boy. thing that he was a jury. So, yeah. anyway, By the way, so, yeah, go ahead. Before we go on, I, I just want, want you to know that um, Mr. Peanut is dead at 104. That's what I heard. You know, God damn it. You people and your spoilers. Just, just want. No, just that was never... supposed to be a spoiler thing for the Super and he Bowl. Was from, and he was from Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania. Well, he was. He's dead. Yeah, I know. Well, I think he was from Wilkesbury, but I'm sure there'll be somebody in the chat who can tell me otherwise. But well, that's I, what they tell me. I heard he'd been suffering from shell shock his entire life. So, Jesus. yeah. Well, you know, it's like when you're hanging around elephants, they can't just step at one peanut. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So rest I, in you peace. You know what? I really didn't have that much invested in peanut. I liked his oil. God rest ye merry Mr. Peanut. 
Yeah. Um, who who gets the monocle in the top hat in the spats? Uh, I think that was left to the guy from Monopoly. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. The guy I'm in jail sure on the Monopoly it. board? That's Rudy Giuliani. Uh, so. Exculpatory. Exculpatory! I will be the hero! <laughs> I have yeah. more evidence to come! I'm on a podcast at noon after Fox and Friends! Um, he said that he's going to do a podcast to prove his case. And it will be, and I will be the hero! <laughs> So, uh, but anyway, yeah, so let me tell everybody about my jury duty experience, uh, because it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. Um, I didn't get to serve on a case, but it was still interesting. Uh, so the first day I told everybody about this on Tuesday, uh, we got called up and, uh, to the front desk and then the bailiff said, it's been postponed till February, everybody back in the pool. So we put on our trunks and our bikinis and we hop back in the pool. Um, yeah. And uh, fortunately, the lanyards are laminated, so they can survive it. Um, and because uh, you get a juror lanyard, they used to be buttons. They used to give you metal buttons, but then they were like, "You have to take them off every time you pass through the magnetometer." So why don't we give them plastic lanyards with plastic clasps uh, on them? Uh, uh, yes. So yeah, so they wised up uh, and did that. And then, um, uh, so uh, what was uh, interesting, I'll, I'll start with the third day on how I got released, and then I'll, I'll backtrack and go to the second day, because that was the most interesting thing. The uh, third day, uh, I got called, and I got to go underground in Cleveland, Ohio. There's a tunnel, uh, a, a tunnel that leads from the Justice Center to the old courthouse across the street. And the old courthouse mm-hmm. is where they do a lot of civil cases. So I got picked uh, in the second group, I believe, of 19 to go across the street for this civil case. I don't even know any details of it. It looked really boring. Um, But I would have loved to be part of it. I would have loved to be part of the jury on this. Uh, But the first question that the judge asked all of us was, this trial is going to be about three weeks starting next week. What's your availability? And I was like, oh, God. What a, I mean, I mean, I didn't have anybody to cover for me for three days, let alone you know three weeks. Uh, so uh, you know, during month end too, I, there's no way because you know the paperwork that I that I do, it, it's like I'm the last person to report on finances in the building. You know, the last person you know uh, to yeah. to compile and send those reports to where everybody else can reconcile everything else. So uh, the judge got to me and I said, Your Honor, I would be uh, more than happy to serve. I would love to serve. But, and then I went on to explain, you know, I'm the only person who does my job Monday through Friday. And it would be a hardship on not only me when I went back, but people would be waiting on important documents that they wouldn't be receiving to close out the month of January. Um, and, uh, and she, so she dismissed me as well as, but there were a lot of people. They picked like, two groups of 19 and there were a lot of people with availability so i think they probably got the pool down because i think you need eight for a jury for a, a civil case um i think i don't remember um but uh it, it, they uh basically got narrowed it down to probably about 15 16 17 people 
uh, maybe more that um, that actually had decent availability. So then they could move on to the second portion of uh, you know the, the next portion of questions uh, for the jury to make sure that they wouldn't be biased one way or the other. Um, but the most interesting day was on um, on Wednesday because I got called for a criminal case. I was juror number three. We went up to the jury room. We're waiting, you know, we waited around for, you know, good, like, 20, 30 minutes, something like that. There were 25 of us um, in the room. And uh, it was interesting because there were 22. Then they brought three more guys in, which was interesting. And uh, while, you know, uh, I would would say about 60% women, women. wildly diverse group of people. I mean, the whole place, you know, you walked in and, you know, Cuyahoga County is a very diverse county. So, you know, you were getting people of all, all stripes in there. And, um, so we, we knew it was a criminal case, but we didn't know the circumstances of it. And so eventually they filed us all in and I I was so happy. I was juror number three. I was sitting right next to the court reporter right behind the court reporter. Um, the judge was super cool. She shook every one of our hands when we walked in and said, nice to meet you, you know. Um, and uh, we all sat down, and then there was the defendant standing there, this squidgy little bald-headed guy, thick neck, wearing an outfit looking like he should go to a club, not court, like this beige mock turtleneck sweater with this goofy-looking scarf. And, um, and, and, he, and he's standing there and I know, yeah. And, and I know I, I was, I was, you know, I'm sitting there and he, and he's standing there and he's, his eyes are flashing around and everything. And I know you're supposed to turn your phone off in the courtroom, but I couldn't resist recording what happened next. Here's actual audio of what happened next. When he saw all of us file into the jury pool, here it is. Yeah. He shit his pants. He shit his <laughs> pants right there in front of everybody. And uh, no, he really didn't crap his pants. Figuratively, he shit his pants because then his attorney and the prosecutor ran up to the judge and the judge was like, sorry, this is a little aside. We have to take care of something real quick. Something's been brought to my attention. Um, They go up to the judge. They talk for about a minute, two minutes, something like that. This guy, he's still looking around. I mean, it, it finally, you know, basically he had this look on his face like, holy shit, this is a jury of my peers. They don't all look like me, you know, um, and boy, there's a lot of ladies there and you'll understand why he was nervous about a bunch of ladies in a minute. Um, but, uh, then the judge looks at us and says, um, you know, uh, should the jury may rise. Uh, thank you for coming in. Uh, we're going to need you to go into the jury room now. So we all filed out. We didn't sit there for more than five minutes. We all got back into the jury room and then the judge comes in and says this doesn't happen very often most cases like this do get settled she said about 98 percent of these you know end with a plea before they go to trial but she said this was this was abnormal in the fact that when this the gravity of this man's situation when he saw 25 potential jurors come in he panicked and made a guilty plea to try and put fate in his own hands instead of someone else's and uh and 
you know, and, and she she just she said this was this was a domestic violence case. Uh, he was, you know, a, it was you know domestic violence and uh, felonious assault. Um, and and she she said, I'm you know I'm so sorry that you know you know we couldn't use you uh, for this, and we appreciate your patience and everything. And she again on the way out, she shook all of her hands, and um, and she was really funny too because at one point. Um, uh, the, this guy beside me tried to be funny and he was like, Oh, it was nice knowing you. And, and then, and she looked at him and kind of smiled and he's like, Oh, I'm just kidding. She's like, Oh, it wasn't nice. (laughs) 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 And and I was like, that's good. That's quick. Um, (laughs) so I would have loved to been in the courtroom with her. She was awesome. She was so nice. Um, and so she shook all of her hands on the land. I said, you know, I just said, thank you. And, you know, um, and, and yeah, so we all left. So basically, uh, when he saw when this, I, I, I think this is, this is one for the women. He had a, a judge who is female. There was, I believe the prosecutor was female. And now you have about 60% of the potential jurors who are female, um, and we know he's afraid. He's a little boy who's afraid of women, you know. And he feels his needs to put his hands on them, and uh, and so basically, I think this is a win for women right here. Um, well, you if know. he pled guilty, it's a win. But also, thank he did. you for all the women there. Yeah, he did plead guilty. That's exactly what happened. He he, he was like, you know, uh, the, I'm not getting out of this. It, you know, it, it, he he. He was hoping to see the jury, and he was hoping to see a bunch of knuckleheads that looked like him or something, I guess. You know, I guess he thought jury of his peers meant jury of clones, you know? I mean, uh, that no, that's not how it works, buddy. And, yeah, so this squidgy-head little fucker uh, uh, pled guilty, and uh, we were on our way. Uh, so that was interesting. Well, that was- thank you for your thank you for your service. Oh, you know, and I got to tell you, the judge who was giving me the feels the first time, uh, he was funny, too. I I think he might have been a Corrigan. We have a lot of Corrigans and Sweeney's and Russo's as judges. I think I mentioned this the other day. Uh, But the judge came out, and he he had an eye patch on uh, on, during orientation, you know, and and he's like, don't worry, I'm not a pirate, so I just had some minor eye surgery. The patch will be gone in a couple days. And, um, and he, uh, but no, he, but he, you know, he started giving us the feels saying, you know, this is the, you know, this is only, you know, being on jury duty is the next best thing to serving your country in a foreign war. And I'm or you know, in, in, you know, in the military. And I'm like, I don't think so. I think probably being a cop or a firefighters next to that. But, um, but no, you know, so, you know, but you know, he, he gave me the patriotic feels. So I really wanted to do it. But I mean that, and if it was a criminal case, I would have, you know, and if it was something I was passionate about, I probably would have tried to get my workplace to agree to it. But, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, this seemed like, uh, the, the civil case seemed kind of like a contractor versus a small business or something, you know, it was like, I don't even know what it was. Um, they mentioned the company names and it went in one, one ear and out the other, because uh, you know, as soon as she started talking, three weeks, I was like, I can't do that. So, um, but yeah, so uh, you know, it, it, everybody was so nice. This, it, it, you know, I guess I went about seven or eight years ago, the last time, and it was everybody was nice, but this time everybody was super nice. 
I don't know if I told you about this, but the the second day, well, the first day I went and I took my copy of the Martian Chronicles, and the woman at the front desk was like, you know, was like, wow, that's really cool. I, I, Ray Bradbury is really good. And then she was like, you know what? I looked up that book the next day, and she's like, and I ordered it because all the stuff in that book that he talks about is really relevant. And, you know, today, and I'm like, well, yeah, that's awesome. And I was like, oh, my God. She's, like, taking book recommendations from juror number three. That's great. <laughs> so, so, you know, it was re- – and, and you know just about every employee in there is a Democrat, too, <laughs> you know. Um, it, yeah, it's, that's it, – yeah. Because we're a very blue county. So, so you, it was – you know, so you didn't have a lot of conservative jerk-offs in there, you know, running around like they were, you know – god's gift to justice you know um but uh but yeah it was a really great uh experience for what little i got to participate i mean i just love the fact that uh the squidgy headed little bastard shat himself <laughs> so, not actual courtroom audio guys that he admitted his guilt yeah and perhaps he will be on the way to redemption <clears throat> it could happen <laughs> Well, on his way to redemption via a very, very long stay in prison. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so it, that that was it. And then, then uh, 2.30, I think, y- yesterday rolled around. They called a whole bunch of us up to the front desk. And they're like, you served your time. Turn in your lanyard. Here is your paperwork. You need to give your employer. And, you know, you will receive, you know, $81. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah. It, so you got, you got paid from, for your job, from your job on yes, top of it, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And they, and my job doesn't even make me hand in how much I got paid. Uh, to, so they won't deduct that from what they pay me. So I get my regular pay for not working. Sweet. And my, uh, my, my Kenny, princely, I, I princely I do have Yes. Were you able to sit through jury duty without needing to use a, uh, you know, a spinner, a fidget, <laughs> yeah. paper airplanes? Well, it, you know, what's really interesting is I actually met somebody who knows, like, everybody that I know there. Uh, th- this woman named Sherry, I think I mentioned her a little bit, but she actually works, f- she works with another venue that we were re- just up until recently affiliated with and actually sharing employees with and whatnot and working together oh. on, you know, ticket sales and event coordination and bookings and things like that. And that, that, that expired last year, late last year. And she heard me mention where I work to another woman. And she was like, did I hear you say you work here? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, do you know, blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh yeah, totally. And she's like, I, you know, I work here. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then, you know, so so we hit it off pretty well. And we were just talking, you know, swapping stories about, uh, you know, concerts and stuff that we, we'd seen at our respective venues and other shows and people we knew in common. And uh, and she knows Mort from, from Kill the Hippies. Mort and Misty from Kill the oh, Hippies. Oh, wow. She's, like, known them forever. And I was like, that's my old band. <laughs> And, um, and yeah, so she knows tons of people that I know. So, so, uh, we swapped contact, the contact information. And I said, me and Susan will have you at our next, uh, um, uh, clam bake. So, 
Because she's a really okay, but very I, nice person. I guess, I guess I just wanted to know if you could all sit through jury duty. You know, because we have an issue with some of our senators not oh. being able to sit through. That's Did somebody really have a fidget spinner? Did somebody have a fidget yes. spinner? Yes. Who yes. had a fidget spinner? Uh, Joe, help me out here. Uh, I mean, I know Rand Paul was making paper airplanes. No, that was uh, Richard Burr. Oh. Yeah, yeah they were handing the out The chairman fidgets. of the Intelligence Committee. They were handing out fidget spinners. Yeah. Dear God. You know, Colbert said last night that too bad they didn't hand one to Trump because he would have never had time. <laughs> yeah. Do all those crimes. I mean, and, and the reason why true. I brought that up is because, you know, people sit through freaking jury duty and they listen yeah. and they pay attention. Regular they, citizens they, they do notes. this. And the That's fact right. that our goddamn senators can't sit through this and, and, I'm angry about that. I'm mm-hmm. angry about that. Stay awake. Now, I stayed awake when I was on jury duty, and I was I was interested in the case. Mm-hmm. I can't say the judge did, but I did. But I don't understand how 100 senators can't shut up for a day and listen to somebody else. Exactly. I mean, Lindsey Graham running into the bathroom... Well, literally ran into the bathroom. Yeah, yesterday and today he actually said he said the reason why I've gone to the bathroom is because I'm really I just I've got a cold and um, he's basically saying he's got the trots. Oh yeah, he has some intestinal. Um, yeah, that's it. Marcia, oh Marcia Blackburn was Marcia Blackburn was reading a book. Yeah, the Martian Chronicles, I think. Uh, hey there you go Um, yeah she wouldn't understand it she wouldn't understand the martian chronicles no she'd think it was being mean to conservatives although she's from another planet i'm sure uh yeah Uh, she's from russia she may be from that planet i don't know if you remember that one episode of uh I forget what it was, Star Trek, where the, the they were having engineering, the aliens were having engineering problems, but they were really dumb aliens. And they needed somebody to fix aliens? Aren't you talking about old Republicans? What? Well, I don't know. This, this, these particular aliens were, I don't know, they had they had warp drive, but they were stupid, and they couldn't fix it. Well, they, they needed the star. Maybe they needed fidget spinners. Perhaps so. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what fixed it. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so yeah, I, I heard about this. I heard about you know. I, I again, I, I was uh, I was out of the loop because uh, you couldn't you could read news, and I did read news from time to time. But uh, honestly, I had uh, um, you know good company with the Sherry from the venue, and you know we actually you know made the time go by just chit-chatting and we were both playing our our own games like collecting gems and stuff on our phones um uh, and you know uh and then we'd all we'd split off and go to lunch wherever and you know uh meet back up in the giant uh, seriously the waiting room for this place is enormous it is just crazy but I'm, i'm telling you those fucking seats need some lumbar support my back was a wreck. 
I had to put my sleep number on 80 to keep it straight last night. So, wow. <laughs> what's your sleep number? Um, but not the a sponsor. Couch. Not a sponsor. <laughs> uh so anyway uh yeah so so that it would but you know i'll just i'll just wrap this up because we got to go to the break anyway but uh i'll say i was i was absolutely happy to serve i wish i could have served on the civil trial uh, you know on the civil case but it it really would have been a major inconvenience and there were a lot of people who had good availability so i did not feel bad um you know bowing out of that one um, but yeah, it, it's, uh, you know, one of these days I hope to, you know, I get to do it, you know, maybe when I'm retired or something like that. Uh, but, uh, for right now, as long as I keep working this job, unless it hits during a very, very slow time of the year or in the middle of the month, or if it's a quick trial, I don't see it happening, you know, for me being on a long trial. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, but you never know. You never know. Uh, I'm still glad you did your civic duty, and I'm proud of you. Thank you, thank I, you. I mean that. I, I mean appreciate that, that. and I, I believe you. I believe you. Um, but yeah, so uh, in in uh, I did tell her a little bit about the show, but I really did uh, that cherry gal. I told her a little bit about the show, but I really couldn't get a handle on her politics, so I just kind of did never broach the subject. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it's like, eh, you know, I could have had a new listener, but eh, we'll just, you know, <laughs> see what happens at the, we'll see what happens at the clam bake next summer or fall or whatever. Um, I like so. that. I think we need to use that as a, just a phrase. We'll see what happens at the clam bake. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I just, you know, cause you know, I did, did say a couple times, you know, that I did say what the show was. But I didn't, you know, but she didn't react when I said it was, we, we did liberal politics. So I was like, all right, let's not talk about that again. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, so let's go ahead and uh, go to the break. We're going to listen to invisible by Bobber, um, uh, because Yay. that's, that's kind of how I was feeling when they didn't call my name, uh, a little invisible, but, uh, yeah. So, and Bobber is back with us tonight, everybody. Welcome back, Bobber. It's going to be fun. So, uh, and we'll talk about, uh, we'll talk about MAGA bomber on ice when Bobber gets on too. I think we'll have some fun with that. So, uh, and, uh, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to talk about when we come back, but we'll think of something. We will folks hang tight. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after this. I bring you a message, a message few of you will be able to believe a message of great importance, a message I alone was able to read in the fires of the universe, but be not afraid my friends. I also bring you the means with which to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Remember that. Bring your friends here.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are... 
from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth, it's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Uh, happy Friday, everybody. TGIF, as it were. Uh, yeah, so, and uh, best wishes to our good friend, uh, Stephen, uh, a.k.a. living in Long Island. Uh, still can't join us in the chat room, but uh, I just want to say, uh, I hope th- they take the cast off your penis soon. Don't so. say penis in this house! Um, he's in well, for peronis. I'm glad he's, they didn't have to... He's in for peronis. No, I'm kidding. Oh, damn it. Uh, so, <laughs> he's in for the... But, Pierogies? Yeah, he heard they had great pierogies. Pierogies. So, so Better he, his so he, than his penis. So he broke his penis. Don't say so. penis in this house! Go get the pierogies. Uh, now, now with our famous hot yeah, gravy. that too. So anyway, I hope I hope you get a laugh there, uh, Livin'. We miss you, and uh, we can't wait to see you back in the chat room. Uh, sorry, chat. Tango is blocked. That is some, that is some epic nonsense. Um, so... Uh, but anyway, um, meanwhile at the Hall of Justice, uh, welcome back to Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yeah. Hello. That's you sound we awfully a, demure. A... <laughs> demure. No, I'm. Yeah. Um, we had a we had a, a guest from the office here this week. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of the the, the uh, what was his name um, came to visit. Oh, I'm looking through my. Did he play Kevin? Yes, no, Brian Baumgartner, who Brian played Baumgartner. Kevin. Yeah, Kevin Malone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was here, and he he tended bar, and stuff. Wow. So uh, yeah, the 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 uh, classic uh, Brian Baumgartner from this classic line. It smells like cookies. Yes, it does. Yes, it does, my friend. Yeah, because if if you don't recall, um, uh, Kevin got fired in the last season of The Office and became a bartender. So that's uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting that uh, that he would be bartending in Scranton. That's awesome. Yeah, he was serving some. Uh, he was serving up some uh, drinks, mixed drinks, slinging some hoops, having a good time. Yeah. So very nice, and uh, I've never said in my life slinging some hooch. I'm glad I, there's a, it's a first time for everything. Um, so <laughs> slinging, 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 slinging some hooch, <laughs> and uh, rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C. The Beltway Bureau, the Bubble the Swamp. Welcome back, Rain. Hello, Rain. Hi, Katie. I'm here. I have there breaking news. It was so I just I was speechless. Oh, 
Well, there no, was, I have breaking. I actually have breaking news. You should Tonight, I play the news flash. Nevada. You want to play the news what? flash? You want to play the news flash? Okay. Yeah. News yeah. flash, you stupid fucking cock. All right. Stupid fucking cock. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Michael Shannon. Don't turn, don't turn out of the show. But evidently, there's going to be an interview of Lev Parnas's attorney, Joseph Bondi, mm-hmm. tonight on Maddow. Um, confirmed by PBS, Lev Parnas attorney Joseph Bondi has turned over to the House Intel Committee an hour-long recording of President Trump talking about firing U.S. Ambassador to the UK, Ukraine, Marie Ivanovich. Bondi, Bondi said Parnas found found the recording in his iCloud account. Oh wow! So, the tapes. Most secure president ever. Now this comes this comes on top of. I know you probably weren't going to talk about it until later, but this comes on top of the fact that ABC News found some other recording. Now this, is this part of that? I don't know. That's what I, I'm wondering. I don't know. But um, it's an hour-long recording of President Trump talking mm. about firing. Well, no, we, we can talk about that now. I've got no, no qualms. Yeah, I've got, I've got no qualms talking about that now. But yeah, ABC News, the story from today, said that they they found this recording. And apparently, it's uh, is it of Trump and Lev Parnes? Because the, the, the abbreviated version I read didn't make it super clear. From from what I read, and, and Joe might be able to back me up, the, the ABC recording said it sounded like Donald Trump, and you know he's he's hard to find in a crowd. Yeah. So, so they they, they said that the recording sounded like it was Donald Trump, and um, they they also say that it was um, Lev Parnas. Uh, we haven't heard the recording yet. Yes, we haven't heard the recording yet, and I know that um, Josh uh, Josh Marshall from TPN, or yeah, Talking Points Memo, thinks it's from Igor. He thinks he thinks this is speculation at this point, uh-huh. but he and I've seen this in a few other places that they think that this is the Igor, the other wild and crazy guy. Yeah, who this is the ABC report. I want to make that clear um, that might have. Re- released this recording so this uh, news this news however is actually joseph bondi saying that lev parnas has an hour-long recording so it sounds like it's two recordings the abc reported version and and this one from you know that's being reported by pbs well I don't see how that's possible because don't you remember we have audio of Trump uh, whimpering that he didn't know Lev Parnas, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Except all the times that yeah, let's saw it. See, Duke let, is, Duke is yelling out. Let, let's just revisit that because I think we need to hear this with fresh ears, knowing that we now are are hearing that there might be one, possibly two recordings of Trump and Lev Parnas discussing the dismissal uh, or possible hit job against the U.S. ambassador. Uh, what's her last name again? Um, Yovanovitch. Yovanovitch, thank you. Uh, but yeah, so uh, <laughs> this is when, oh, the right wing was like so excited. They're like, he told Jim Acosta to be quiet after whimpering for two minutes. 
You know, it's like, oh, okay. So, and, and, but yeah, let's, let's refresh ourselves real quick on the lies and then we'll be primed. Let's try and pick out some key things here. And then we'll be primed for when this audio actually comes out. Your response to Les Barnes, who says that your efforts in Ukraine were all about 2020. You just wanted Joe Biden out. What's your response? Well, I don't know. I don't know, Arnas, other than I guess they had uh, pictures taken, which I do with thousands of people, including people today that I didn't meet, but uh, just met him. Uh, I don't know him at all. Don't know what he's about. Don't know where he comes from. Know nothing about him. I can only tell you this thing is a big hoax. It's a big hoax. Uh, we call it, uh, this is the current hoax. We've gone through the Russian witch hunt. Uh, we've gone through a lot of them from probably before I came down the escalator, but certainly since I came down the escalator, you take a look at what's happened. And in the meantime, our country, it doesn't matter what he's doing, he's trying to probably make a deal for I don't even know who this man is, other than I guess he attended fundraisers, so I take a picture with him. Uh, I'm in a room, I take pictures with people, I take thousands and thousands of pictures with people all the time, thousands during the course of a year. Uh, and it, oftentimes I'll be taking a picture with somebody. I'll say, I wonder what newspaper that one's going to appear in. No, I don't know him. Oh, perhaps he's a fine man. Perhaps he's not. I know nothing about him. He just wanted to take pictures with his president. He says, well, I don't know him. I don't believe I've ever spoken to him. Giuliani and he said, I don't believe I've ever spoken to him. There's thousands of people. I meet thousands and thousands of people as president. I take thousands of pictures, uh, and I do, I, and I do it openly, and I do it gladly. And then, if I have a picture where I'm standing with somebody at a fundraiser, like I believe I saw a picture with this this man, but I don't know him. I had never had a conversation that I remember with him. So when uh, you certainly, do, let me just tell you, you just have to take a look at the polls. Quiet. You oh just have to take God. a look at the pictures. You just have to take a look at the polls. You see, I don't need anybody's help. We're doing phenomenally well. The economy is the best it's ever been. We have never had an economy like this in history. We just made the two best trade deals in the history of our country. We are doing well. I don't need the help of a man that I never met before, other than perhaps taking a picture at a fundraiser or something, if that's where we stand. Like so that's the clip. Mike Pence's wife must gave him a little cuddle. Oh, what do you know? Well, there's 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 an interesting outtake from uh, the the article from from ABC Joe, um, and there's part of the the tape they're saying that Parnes says the biggest problem here is I think we need to start uh, is we got to get rid of the ambassador. Parnes reportedly tells Trump. She's basically walking around telling everybody, wait, he's going to get impeached. Just wait. Yovanovitch was recalled from a position in April 2019. All right. So now this was interesting because a Trump cultist said to me, well, if she said that, she should have been fired. All right. And then I responded to the guy said, how would he know she was saying that? After all, Trump said he never had any conversations with Parnas. So I think exactly. that's a really big, important thing. That's a big, important takeaway from this. But Joe, I want I want to get your your thoughts on this. I, I I hate to say this, but I think Trump's lying. Oh my God! No, say it ain't so, Joe. No, no, no shit. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think he's telling the truth. 
the I, tip-top. I have a feeling he knows Parnas. Yeah. yeah. But I, 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 just love, I just love that because it's the Trump cult is... intuition. Yeah. I, I just love that. The Trump cult is totally lower the bar every time. I mean, you know, there, there's... I mean, the bar is gone. You know, they're, they've lowered it all the way through the planet to the other side, and they're now, you know, drip it, dipping the, the bar into a, a wormhole. Um, oh, that sounded bad. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, don't you. dip your bars into wormholes, kids. No. Unless no. the unless the worm gives you permission. Sorry. It'll give you Peroni's disease. So, uh, well, wormholes are crooked. But yeah, uh, <laughs> it'll be worming around there They're flexible but i mean i think that's a really important thing to remember you know because you know the trump calls like well she should have been fired well the person who said she was saying that was parnas the guy that trump never talked to so why yes. would he why would he try and get rid of her then i mean this, this is nonsense you guys fucking How can't yeah. th- nobody can keep track of the lies anymore except us i'm shocked shocked yeah I am shocked there's gambling in this establishment. Trump is shocked, lying guys, in this establishment. Yeah. As I but what I as I told I told uh, Rain in the chat this afternoon mm-hmm. when we were discussing this. Uh, what what gets me is that you know more, next to nobody cares. I mean, this news will co- come and go, and nobody gives a shit. You know, well, we're so we're. It, it, the press especially has gotten so numb to this nonsense to him lying you know on air force one saying oh i don't know you'll have to ask uh, my lawyer you know uh, uh mr Cohen. Cohen. and then and then you know and then he, he find out that he wrote checks when he was the president i mean jesus and, and this just rolls off everybody's back yeah I mean, I you know, I, I don't know what to tell you in that respect, but I mean, hopefully, hopefully, at the very least, it will the the, the accumulation of the accumulation of all this shit will hopefully have an effect at the polls at the very least. That's my hope. That's my only hope is that so. that <clears throat> enough Americans and enough swing states are listening to this bullshit and saying, you know what, we have to return to sanity. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I I think I'd like to take some hope in the fact that over 70% of Americans want to see witnesses. And and I'm going to say this. I, I, I'm going to say this. Yeah. Schumer last night said that the phone, the phone lines to the Senate are good, but they're not good enough. They need more phone calls. They They're not... They're not at the level of when we had the ACA, you know, uh, debate. People yeah. need to call. People really need to call because the fact that we have seventy, uh, yeah, it's it, it's at least seventy percent of Americans who want, at the very least, witnesses at at um at the impeachment hearing. That's seven out of ten people. Mm-hmm. That's big. That's really big. I don't think that people, I do think people care. I do think people care. Um, I don't know if I believe that our, the media is doing us justice, but I do believe that people care. I hope enough people care. I really do. I want, I want, to, I want to be with you on that one, Rain. Uh, you know, people need to make phone calls. They got it. They got it. 
I can I I have called my senators, but they're Democrats. Yeah, yeah they're Democrats. I know where how they're going to vote, and I I don't know who else to call. I mean, I can't call you know Ted Cruz. He's not going to listen to me. I'm uh, in Maryland. You could call Texans and say, need- "Hey, you're a blobfish," and hang up. <laughs> Texans need to call. You know. Uh, ca- uh, uh, Arizona needs to call. I agree. These states, these swing states need to make the phone calls because I've got dark feelings. I understand. I'm, I don't I'm feel good. I'm deeply, I don't I, deeply I'm concerned. I understand. I agree with you 100%. I'm completely I'm I'm, a, I'm nervous about this too. I have no idea what's going to happen. You know, I I have hopes of what's going to happen. But predictions, no fucking clue. I now, just I find it interesting that you know tonight we're going to hear from Lev Parnas's attorney about a one-hour phone call. Tomorrow, the Republicans start their case, and every day, every day, something more drips out. I oh well. Now Tammy, know. hi Tammy. Tammy's in the chat room. She says there are pictures hi, of Tammy. Wo- she says there are pictures of Lev at a birthday party for Eric Trump, he, and he's like he hasn't known him for a long time. Uh, yeah, and, I've, I've and seen those Sandy pictures. clarifies, "Hi Tammy, uh, Eric's childhood birthday party. Mm-hmm. Yep, childhood. Eric Trump is in his thirties, isn't he? Yeah. Well, physically. Uh, yeah, physically. <laughs> no, yes. I've seen those physically. pictures, and I, it, it looks like him." I don't know if they've been confirmed. I don't think that nobody's disproven them. But I've seen those pictures. Ivanka is in there. Donald Trump's in there. Lev is in there. It, 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 yeah, I've seen that picture. The chances of those pictures being real versus a picture like, you know, one of some, versus one of the sleazy pictures the, the GOP would put out to try and make up lies about Obama. Uh, I mean, the chances of this being legit are... You know, you don't have to make up sleazy pictures of Trump. They're all around. There's pictures of his daughter giving him a fucking lap dance. Yes. There's pictures of yes. Barron straddling his mother. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. I don't want to bring Barron into this yet. I don't either, but that was an irresponsible thing for her to do, to, to have her son I, take a picture I, like that with her. I don't disagree with that. I don't want to bring Barron into this yet because... I'm. Bl- I shouldn't have said he's his name first. I should have said Melania. I should have said there was. There's pictures of Melania with her son straddling her. So. But the thing yeah. is, the thing is that is confirmed, is that Lev Lev Parnas did work for Trump's father. And and that timeline is there. Oh my God! It makes sense that that he would be at one of the Trump's kids' birthday party. Joe. <laughs> it was a big sigh. It was a out. big sigh. <laughs> I, I just... Nothing matters. This is... <laughs> nothing matters. Nothing matters until he's <laughs> gone, honestly. I'll, I'll agree with you there. Right. No, nothing matters. Here's what matters. November 3rd of this year is going to matter. You know, and all these stories are nice. 
they're going to make nice headlines for maybe a couple days, but how many times have we been through this, through the investigation, through the Mueller investigate, through everything? And I'll, I'll yeah, I concur. Nothing dents this guy. Nothing dents this guy because because his base and because of that goddamn Senate. Okay. Yeah. Which is run by Republicans, and is and and, and the House, which is gerrymandered for life. To, to be Republican, no matter how many Democrats win, they'll still have all the seats, no matter how many Democratic votes are, are, are cast. I mean, they talk about rigged, and the Republicans rigged all the elections. They've been rigging these elections for the, for for the, at least the last decade since mm-hmm. since they 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 got hold of the uh, the House in 2010, and they are the the House in 2010, and 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 got hold of the, the that sent that census they didn't they didn't rig 2018 no they they didn't but and and that's my only hope for this the end of this this saga is not going to end with a recording <laughs> in my view anyway it's not going to end with a recording of love Parnas because they'll deny it and they'll say well you know uh he was just blowing off steam you know it wasn't serious it was a joke you know. So should we ignore all of this? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm just you know, saying. You know, I love you, Joe. I do love you, Joe, and I know you're burnt out. But I'm saying, don't expect anything from this Senate, and they're they're not they're going to acquit him, no matter what. They can bring all the witnesses they want. Okay, all the witnesses they want. I watched. I watched uh, Senator mean Lane. We should Lane. ignore the news that could come out on the daily Lane. basis. That. I'm not saying that. In fact, I'm saying the opposite. I hope the majority of the Americans are listening and retain this information till November, because that's when this is all going to come to a head, one way or the other. Either we're going to learn that nothing matters on November 3rd, or that it finally caught up with them, and enough people are sick of. Them. And you know, I, I, what I'm saying is, I'm burned out from this whole trial nonsense. It's all nonsense. There isn't a Republican in that room, including all the, the, the ghost moderates that, that, that we talk about. There isn't a Republican in that room that's, that's, that's going to vote for witnesses or vote to, and especially there's not 20 of them, that's going to vote to, to uh, remove them from office. They're not even listening. If you heard Lankford today, for example, he, they're, already they're spinning with, with the, what the Democrats are saying, telling lies, saying that the, oh, they're leaving out bits and pieces, and that they're going back to this. They held these secret meetings in the basement of the Congress where no Republicans were allowed in, which oh, is a goddamn lie, which is a goddamn lie since there were, like, Republicans on every one of those committees. I mean, it's such bullshit. But they live in a different reality, and they are not. They're going to. Have you him. have you watched any of the um, any of the any of the? Very, very, very little. I've watched some oh. of the commentary about it. I've watched it's very un- little. Oh, okay. Very, That's, very. It's oh, unfortunate. The, oh, I, I I understand. They're making a tr- a tremendous presentation, and and I expect what what's what I'm going to hear from. Republicans, which is the same bullshit that I heard all during the House hearings, you know, um, same same nonsense. You have you have uh, uh, one of Trump's attorneys going up there and saying he heard attorneys attorney lawsuits, lawyer lawsuits, 
when she said FOIA lawsuits. I mean, these people aren't even paying attention, and they're the attorneys for the president. Did you hear that one? I did. Yeah. Yeah. So Sekulow, Sekulow goes up there and says, oh, lawyer lawsuits are protected by the Constitution. Yeah, I guess they are. And I guess nobody, um, no Democrat said that. None of the prosecutors said that. She oh. said, FOIA. And you're paying attention? These people, even the lawyers aren't paying attention. Yeah, let's let's not bring up the Lev, Lev Parnas uh, family birthday party with, with uh, Trump because he would have been 18 at the time. That he that does not look like an eighteen year old at uh, at Parnas uh, birthday. Uh, it's, so I said it's un- I did want to say it's unconfirmed. Yeah, I think I say that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, let, let's. Uh, I mean, it, it's you know, and and Cat says Parnas said he didn't know Trump until twenty sixteen, and and he has no reason to lie about that. So, which is true. Um, you know, I, I'm sure if he, if he had a picture of himself, uh, at Eric Trump's birthday party, he would have sent it out himself cause he's trying to save his ass. So yeah. So let's, uh, um, yeah, but again, All right, well, I- no, it's okay. It's okay. You know, uh, we, 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 you know, we looked into it. It's good. But yeah, let, don't don't you know? I, I don't want to get too discouraged about stuff because I mean there is a lot of stuff coming out. Um, but I think I think Joe, you have a point that the cumulative effect I think is going to make a sizable dent in the polls in in November. Right now, there are that's, a lot of that's that's you know, where the hope is. The hope so. is that enough people are sick and tired of all this bullshit, and by November they will have had enough. And say, let's just get somebody else in there, yeah, and get rid of this guy. But the th- okay, let's go. To- I mean, there is hope well, there. No, I mean, Rain, yeah, let let Rain have let Rain. I don't really have much to say because you know I am am going through a lot of shit with everything that's going on, and to be told that nothing matters right now. No, that's not that's not the case at all. No. Everything, no, all I all this know stuff that matters. It's not Joe's intention, but what is happening now? Even if he is not removed, it matters. It's in the of record. It matters, and that's 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 what I'm saying. It matters in November. It what matters now. It, it matters. It, it's, now. Nothing's going to happen now. Is what I'm saying. Nothing's going to happen from this trial. Something will happen eventually. One way or the other, something's going to happen. In so, November, yeah, uh, or now maybe we before. We can't. We that. can't roll it out because we we don't know. I mean, we don't. I mean, you know. We, I mean, we, Joe. Honestly, I I just said that we had some news happening tonight, and uh, look, this I'm not I'm not loading on you, okay? No, I don't think this any news, of us think this that. news that is happening tonight matters. It's big. It matters, and it's big, and and. Ugh. Well, let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and take a break and reset a little bit. I don't think, I don't think uh, Joe means that in in the I ultimate sense, it, you know, at all. Uh, it's easy to get, you know, it, it, you know, it's easy to get discouraged. I've been discouraged about this all week because I barely watched any of it either. I, I did watch a little bit, but you know, again, I was so overwhelmed with you know being taken out of my element and doing jury duty and everything. And, you know, honestly, it was a nice distraction. 
but um, you know, but I see stuff come out, and I'm I'm right down the middle. It's like I want to see something happen, and God damn it, I'm keeping my fingers crossed something does. But if we don't have the short term thing, I'm always looking for the short term thing to possibly happen. But I'm I'm in for the long game too, and I don't know what's going to happen with the long game either. It's like I just hope something happens. I hope his his Teflon is wearing thin. So, uh, but anyway, let's go to the break. We'll get Bobber on. Hang tight. We'll be right back with uh, lots more of the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and a helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this... is a globe with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the, oh, uh, yeah, the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I'm sorry I got distracted by a lovely little kitty. Jeliza Rose is in here. Uh, and uh, joining me as always on the program, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello, sir. Good night. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. And uh, also joining me as always, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back, Rain. Hello. And uh, also, well, we got to cue this up. Oh, my God, I'm so out of... Uh, I'm out of uh, uh, out of shape on playing this uh, forum right now, but it, ladies and gentlemen, it's the one and only uh, De Braumeister from Four Freedoms Blog. It's Bobber. Hello, Bob. There you go. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday to you. And uh, before we go along, I just want to say sad news: we lost uh, our second member of uh, uh, no. Oh, oh my God, is this our third member, Monty Python? Um, 
Terry uh, Terry Jones just passed away. Uh, so and of course he was suffering with dementia. Uh, we've had that touch our family. I'm sure a lot of other people out there have too. It is it is hard. It is hard to uh, for for everyone involved, and it, it's a terrible way to go. But uh, uh, the legacy Terry Jones left behind uh, is a great one, and uh, he will be he will be missed. He will be missed. So, um, but uh, but yeah. So Bobber, uh, hey, so yeah, you, you're you're done with your side gig for the time being, right? Well, it's just um, you know I'm not working this particular Friday, so it'll, it'll be I'll be on and off, you know, in the oh, future. Okay. But uh, gotcha. This Friday, yeah, I'm free. It's good to have you back. Good to have you back. So uh, I think I was thinking of the the first. Uh, I, I think I was uh, yeah. I was thinking of the mu- the the guy who did the music with uh, um, for the Ruddles and stuff, who we just lost uh, recently. That's why I was thinking third member of Monty Python. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and I'll tell you what, Terry Gilliam, he used to be my favorite Python. Uh, but yeah, he said some right. really shitty things lately. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, anyway, welcome back, Bobber. You got anything brewing? Uh, any, any new brew you're, you're starting? Uh, well, I, right now on tap, I've got, um, uh, <laughs> which is a German black lager because everyone knows black lagers matter. And uh, I've got uh, oatmeal stout on tap. So I've got kind of got my darker darker beers for, for winter set up. I do have a new kegerator. Oh, okay. That was, that's kind of, that was a, uh, a big fiasco. My um, The old one just stopped working. And it, 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 it just got warmer and warmer. And I didn't know what the hell was going on with it. So I thought the freezer had, had shit the bed. Um, because the way you know it works is it's got a controller, yeah. The temperature con- probe that goes inside, and then the, the the freezer plugs into the controller. The controller plugs into the wall, and it just powers it on and off to maintain a specific temperature. And it just it wasn't it wasn't maintaining temperature, so I thought it the freezer became a, a kegger heater. <laughs> yeah, it was it was awful. It got all moldy <laughs> inside and everything. Oh. And so I got I got another freezer. I built a whole new kegerator, and I go to plug it in, and I realized it was the controller that wasn't working. Well, uh, so, so yeah. I took it. I opened it up. There's a loose wire. I fixed it. So anyway, I've got a new kegerator. It's bigger. I can it can hold uh, nine kegs instead of four. So uh, yeah, it's. Is what it is. I'm kind of glad I got it. So, all right, all right. So now, is it? Is it? Does it, it pretty much? Better. It looks nice. Oh, uh, that yeah, was my it. next question. Was does it pretty much look the same as is the old one? Or, I, I or? Did, I did, yeah, the whole the whole top is wood. You know, the, the other one I just had sort of like a wood base for the the towers, and the rest of it was just a regular freezer top. So this one I've got put a collar on it and uh, and some uh, in the wood top. So yeah, it looks a little nicer. Okay, all right, very good. So, uh, well, yeah. So now, now something I think we should all talk about because we were, uh, and I'm going to post the picture. I think we have our show art already, folks. Oh, but this comes to us from Twitter. Rain, did you find this picture that Aaron Rupar posted on Twitter? The yes. uh, oh my god. So, uh, oh, and what again? Here, Chad Tango is not letting me put pictures in the chat room again. I don't know if one of you guys can post it in there or not, but it's just yeah. it's posting links in there for some reason. No, it looks, I can see the picture. 
Oh, I don't know what's going on because it, it won't show me the pic. I mean, <clears throat> that's weird. I'm yeah, going to refresh the chat. Okay, maybe maybe it's just maybe I need to update a plugin on on this computer or something. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, Rain, you you shared this with everybody, and it is a giant tour bus. It says Trump Pence 2020, and I looked at it and I was like, oh, okay, that's I I can understand why something like that would be rolling around. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> And then I look, and it has a picture of Ronald Reagan in a MAGA hat. It has Ivanka 2024, women for Trump. It has the Queen of England in a MAGA fucking weird hat. It says, keep America great with a big ribbon. I can't read. Uh, It also has... All aboard um, the Trump train. As as Trump as the you know Trump's head on Rocky's body on the Twice. back of the bus and on the side, it's like uh-huh. they ran out of dumb Trump memes. God, really? Um, and yeah. uh, promises made, promises kept, and then of course it says all aboard the Trump train, and then there's like locomotive wheels with with steam coming out. <laughs> um, and and my first reaction to this was, is this the tour bus for uh, MAGA bomber on ice? <laughs> well, and then Bob suggested the ice. Oh yeah, the ice is frozen shit. Yeah. And I said it was Julian Otto. Yes. And then, of course, it Joe. It could also be known as chart scapades. You know, where could be. You know. You know when I the bus is turned to the left. (laughs) You see the wheels. Uh, uh, let me let me open it back up. I can't. uh, Oh yeah, it is turning to the left. It's not even making the turn on the road. What is what is going on? I think a- that if it's there near the Capitol, that that's probably uh, 14th Street there, or 15th Street. I, I think it's constitutional. I mean, not 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 the uh, Capitol. It's near the uh, Washington Monument. But you know, when I when I first saw this, Bob can uh, can back me up on this. <clears throat> For a while there, there was a um, I think it was a Ford truck, just a truck, and it had like a cap on top of it. That was just filled with all kinds of signs. Do you remember seeing this truck? Thing? I remember yeah, actually, Bobber I sharing from my Facebook group. But let me see. I did. I couldn't figure out how to post the picture. The picture itself. So now that I see how to do that, and uh, I'm just uh, sort of wondering if that dude got funding to replace his rickety ass 1980s truck. Uh oh, guys. Uh oh. What? July. July's a rose. In Tennessee, are having a face-off in the studio. You guys might hear some action here. She's like growling at him and creeping at him underneath the chair, and he and he's just sitting there. And now doctors walking in. Oh my God, what's going on? It's a gang war. <laughs> here, I'm gonna but get who, them. So, I'm gonna get the cats. I'm gonna. Oh, you got to give me a minute. I got to go tape some little knives onto the cat's paws. So they can have a <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, I was able to post the photo. So, oh, that's that's the truck. It's off. I often see it. Um, yeah, corner right near my pic- office, right near the uh, Capitol building. 
You think he? You think? You think it's that dude who got a GoFundMe? Oh, I have no idea. Tennessee's um, Tennessee's walking very slowly. He thinks he's invisible now. Okay, Tennessee. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, I'm just gonna walk real slow right now, and nobody will see me. <laughs> They saw you. They just saw you a lot longer than they would have if you would have run. So, <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe he's trying to say he's not a threat. I don't know. But uh, anyway, we're still working on these guys. And we think we figured out the pecking order with our cats now. Uh, uh-huh. I, I think it's Timby, Tennessee, Dr. Jeliza Rose. Because yesterday, this literally happened. Timby went after Tennessee, beat the piss out of him. Tennessee got pissed off shortly thereafter, went over to Doctor and bullied him around a little bit. And Doctor was like, I don't want to fight. And then Doctor, well, shortly thereafter, went after Jeliza Rose. So, yeah. And poor Jeliza Rose, who's she going to go after? Nobody. It's not right. Anyway. Uh, but I, I'm sorry to go away from the uh, the uh, the uh, Shartscapades, a.k.a. MAGA Bomber on Ice. Yeah, um, it's not even ice. It's it's like gelato, but it's Giulianato. Yeah, yeah. So they're or, gonna they're gonna sh- sh- sink in it. Maybe they figured out, Joe. Maybe they figured out a way to recycle all that blue ice from uh, from uh, Trump Force One or Breaking Bad or yeah, <laughs> that blue ice as well. And uh, I just hope they got the the right kind of lawyer for the Trump administration. Um, <laughs> well, they have they have the right one. Oh yeah, you know. Uh, where's the? Oh come on, where's the where's the lawyer clip? Criminal, yeah. So uh, there we go. Uh, you know. Seriously, when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. Criminal. You know what I'm saying. Criminal. So uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. I, I mean this. What what is it with these people? I mean, did did anybody ever see an Obama vehicle like that? Where it no. just I mean, but the aesthetic of that bus, it's just like the MAGA bomber bus. So I got to think that there there's like multiple MAGA bombers on that tour bus. Cuz the MAGA bomber I van I don't know who paid for the bus. Um I don't know who photoshopped his his head on on uh, Sylvester Stallone's body and then onto decided a, to put it on the bus. Onto a human man's body instead well, of... took that from his tweet, from one of his tweets. But put it on a bus? Yeah. All of it. All of it, Joe. All of it. And and you know what? I'm looking at it more. The Ready for round is- two? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, Ken pointed out the... the um, the train wheels. The front of the bus looks like it's a coal car. Looks like a coal train. Oh, oh yeah, they're, it's rolling coal. Not, oh, not coal God. train, because coal train is an awesome musician. Oh, yeah. but rolling coal. Who paid oh, my for God. this? I, you know, I, I, I like the women for Trump. It's this old lady that looks like she's about. That's the Queen of England. That's the Queen of England wearing a Oh, so she really is 100 years old. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But don't worry. She's too old for Trump to ever want to sexually assault. Ooh, gross. 
I mean, what? Reagan, dead Reagan. I'm being sarcastic when I said that, by the way. That's something Trump cultists and Trump himself would say about women. You know, too old. I only molest young women. Oh, God. Come yeah. to daddy. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> have y'all been sufficiently grossed Ooh, uh well we've already seen the pictures of him and his daughter gross you know the other thing i wonder is who is on this bus maga bombers all the maga bombers most no all the maga bombers all the maga bombers oh 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 Oh, here, here, here's something for you. Uh, so uh, we we got some sports talk, everybody. Let's go ahead and uh, play our sports jingle. Uh, sports. 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 Okay, uh, tonight in Sports Talk, uh, the halftime show at the Super Bowl, uh, a mere two weeks and two days from now. No, oh, one, you one, knew that, one, though. One week and two days from now. Yes. Uh, okay, one week, well, okay, a mere nine days from today. Uh, the halftime show will feature J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez. And? And? Who, who else? Shakira. I don't know. Shakira. Oh, Shakira. Okay, so now think of this. You could watch oh, during the halftime the two most beautiful, two of the most beautiful women, two of the most talented women on the face of the planet, two of the most physically fit women on the face of the planet. True inspirations, open-minded, creative wonderfully talented individuals or you could watch trump and sean hannity is that true yes is that true? Uh, hannity trump is, doing, is doing the halftime show? hannity's doing a, a, a fox news halftime interview during the super bowl okay so for those out there who listen or watch the marvelous marvelous isn't it marvelous Mabel, miss maple you can do miss maple or you can do tits down that night oh I'm confused which is which because Trump has tits out and tits down. Just tits up. Come on, everybody. Just do tits up. Oh, I see. I see. You're saying you can go with the swingers. The the low, the the not the and Shakira. Tits up. Yeah, I know. I'm talking, you know, the low hangers of uh, Trump. And Hannity. Oh, that's that's just they that's, they've got saggy tits. That's the- <laughs> Two, ta- two tangerines and panios. <laughs> oh, I don't, yeah, okay. Now, um, I don't know where we're, yeah, it's all awful. It's a long way to go for that, I'm it's sorry. It's all awful. So, uh, yeah, so, so, yeah, so, Joe, I don't know. I mean, that's a real tough decision. Oh, I mean, hell, throw in the puppy bowl. You could be watching the puppy bowl, too. You that know? was my next move. Yeah. Uh, puppy bowl. So, uh, as Colbert pointed out, Puppy Bowl is better than the trial because they have their balls. Oh, see, they do have their balls. Uh, I'll give an amen to that, Colbert. Amen. Um, 
man. But yeah, what what would you uh, what would you rather watch? Well, if you're a Trump cultist, don't worry, you don't have to answer. We you're so fucking l- lame and predictable. We know what you're gonna do. You're gonna go watch your goofy orange god uh, be interviewed by fucking you know a vaping bobblehead who's a wannabe taekwondo expert, Sean Hannity. Um, you know. Uh, <laughs> Now watch this. I'm gonna vape the pen and walk away. Vape the pen, walk away. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's Hannity. But yeah. So you know, we already know what the Trump cult is gonna watch. You know, God forbid they watch Jennifer. You know, Jennifer Lopez. Um, well, they. Mm, she's still Jenny minutes, from the block. Fifteen minutes. That might be all they need. You know, I'm just gonna say, don't be fooled by the rocks that she's got. She's still Jenny from the block. She is. Jen- I love her. She's she's I super do. hot. Her and Shakira. Oh my not, God, you know, Shakira. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for. Uh, here's the thing, Ken. I, mm-hmm. I'm going to do sports. I'm really surprised that Trump hasn't come out and said. Finally, the San Francisco 49ers came to the Super Bowl because Kaepernick is not in there. Because you all remember, Ka- Kaepernick was Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he was the he was the quarterback for the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, I know. And when he kneels, you know, I, I just somewhere I can feel like he's made gonna, a whole he's bunch, gonna yeah. he's gonna make some kind of statement about that. Made all kinds of white conservatives feel all icky inside that maybe an African American might try and you know uh, make a statement for equal justice. Ew! I hate these people so much. Um, not Kaepernick, but the Trump cultists, obviously. Um, but you know, I mean, it, this is, uh, you know, uh, I, I think it, uh, I think I know where our listeners would go. Puppy oh. bowl. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, they have kittens in puppy bowl too. So that's why I, I uh-huh. I'll tune in. So, but, uh, but yeah, I, you know what? I actually, uh, you know, I might check out the halftime show. Uh, I'm not going to watch any of the game. Oh, did it? Did we talk about that on Tuesday? About when Susan and I went to that terrible fucking restaurant, and we're watching, and and the K- Kansas City was like on the TV, and the game had just ended, and they were like all all this confetti coming down and everything, and uh, and I looked at Susan like, oh my god, is this the Super Bowl? <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Is it is it the Super Bowl? I'm like, no. I don't think so. I think I would have heard something about it. And so I got on Facebook on Facebook Messenger and I started messaging Joe and Bo- uh, 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 Joe and Rain. Um, I don't know. I don't think Bob. Uh, I don't know if you saw it or not. But I was like, so I'm watching TV at this restaurant, <laughs> and Kansas City apparently just did something good in sports, <laughs> and. <laughs> And uh, I'm wondering, does this? Uh, I was like, are they, are they going to go to the Super Bowl after this? And they're like, yes, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the exact the, interaction. But go ahead, Joe. That's the direction they go when they <laughs> win the playoff. Yeah, okay. I didn't know. And I didn't I'm not know. a I'm not a football fan, by the way. Well, well so, but you, I, I knew when they did do yeah. something good. Yes. Yeah. I think they have really pretty costumes, though, so I hope they win. Um, so, I said it last week. I'm going <laughs> to say it again. Nissa is a Kansas City Chiefs fan, my sister. So yeah. 
And I can understand. Keeps. I can understand why she would be. Their costumes are really pretty. So she would be the first one to tell you that that the have, red and the yellow just look lovely together. They have especially nice, with their yeah. quarterback. He's so pretty. Yeah, and their their hats are really nice and fashionable. Right. So. <clears throat> I think hats. maybe a little bit of glitter on their hats might be nice. Just, maybe some feathers. Just let him go. He's on a roll. Uh, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I'm like a deli sandwich. I'm on a roll. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Pretty costumes or not, I don't care who wins. Um, so, uh, but anyway, doesn't matter to me. I hope I hope everybody's favorite team wins. I hope the good guys win, and I hope the bad guys lose. And that sports oh, with well, Ken. Well, they lost. The bad guys already lost because the Patriots didn't even make it to the championship team. All I'm right. sorry, Trojan Rabbit. And this has been sports with Kenny Pick. I hope I can enlighten <laughs> you more on other pretty sports costumes in future installments of Sports with Kenny Pick. All right, we got to go Which to the break. Pretty, <laughs> what is pretty pathetic is that I found out that Kansas City won from you. <laughs> that is fucking pathetic. <laughs> that is pathetic. So uh, I was telling you in real time because it just happened, and they were all passing and putting their greasy mitts on some kind of hollow football trophy. I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's, it, it's called the hollow football award. Okay, you, oh, okay. you want to get out? If you want to get out of sports talk, get out now because it's a hollow out. trophy. Run away! Upright, Run away! Trophy. <laughs> and it, it's just oh gosh. All right. Uh, I well, like football. Okay. I will tell everybody that I do like. Well, I know you do, but we have the Green News Report coming up right now, so we're going to get to that. So, uh, This has been Sports Talk with Kenny Pick. We'll be right back. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com It's Thursday, January 23, 2020. On issues that matter, like climate change. We're more alike than we think. Oil industry, yes, the oil industry, is rebranding itself as a leader in climate action, while the Trump DOJ works with big oil to block climate liability lawsuits. U.S. drinking water more widely contaminated than previously known, plus... Our house is still on fire. A dose of climate reality for the elites at Davos from Greta Thunberg. All of that reality and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We had record numbers come out very recently. Our numbers are very, very good. Our environmental numbers, our water numbers, our, our numbers on air are tremendous what numbers are you talking about what are environmental numbers you're just making things up this is your green news report okay desi doyan 
How are your environmental numbers? <laughs> well, to be honest, they're not that great. A new study finds that U.S. drinking water is widely contaminated with forever chemicals. Well, that's not good numbers. No, they're not. Those chemicals are known as PFAS for short. PFAS chemicals are used in many industrial and consumer applications like Teflon and Scotchgard. They don't break down in the environment, and they're linked to cancer, liver damage, and other very serious illnesses. So is that the fantastic water? numbers he's talking about? God knows what he's talking about. <laughs> Water tests conducted by the nonprofit Environmental Working Group around the country found that PFAS contamination in U.S. drinking water supplies is much worse than previously estimated, with some of the highest levels found in Miami, Philadelphia, and New Orleans. Yet, in early January, the Trump White House threatened to veto a bipartisan bill moving through Congress that would have cleaned up PFAS contamination in drinking water. Well, the those numbers don't sound good at all. The oil industry has launched a million-dollar ad campaign attempting to rebrand itself as a leader in the fight against climate change. The new Energy for Progress PR push from the American Petroleum Institute, an industry trade group, portrays the oil industry as part of the solution in reducing greenhouse gas emissions <laughs> and calls for finding common ground. How is petroleum the solution to climate change when petroleum is is the cause of climate change. But on issues that matter, like climate change, we're more alike than we think. We want cleaner solutions, and that means working with each other. The ads are intended to burnish the oil industry's image with voters. Emphasis on burn. Ahead of the November elections, as Democrats ramp up proposals to rapidly cut pollution and carbon emissions from fossil fuels that cause global warming. However, new internal emails show attorneys in the Trump Department of Justice Environmental Enforcement Division are coordinating efforts with the oil industry to block lawsuits from U.S. cities seeking damages from the industry for causing catastrophic climate change. That's how they're working with us to combat climate change? Obtained in a public records request by the Natural Resources Defense Council, DOJ lawyers sought to work with oil industry lawyers, quote, as a team. Because of course they did. In international news, the United Nations Human Rights Committee, in a landmark decision, has ruled that refugees fleeing the immediate dangers of climate impacts, like rising sea levels and extreme weather disasters, cannot be forced by their adopted countries to return to their damaged homes. Finally, climate change was a central focus at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland this week. In a speech to the conference, President Donald Trump once again promoted U.S. fossil fuel exports, criticized climate science and activists as unrealistic prophets of doom, and <laughs> praised himself for signing on to a reforestation initiative called A Trillion Trees. Swedish teen climate activist Greta Thunberg also spoke, dismissing Trump as only a teenage girl can, and in her speech called for the wealthy and corporate elites to immediately divest from fossil fuels, halt investments in fossil fuel extraction, and end all fossil fuel government subsidies, or else figure out how to explain themselves to their children. What will you tell your children was the reason to fail and leave them facing a climate chaos that you knowingly brought upon them? That it seemed so bad for the economy that we decided to resign the idea of securing future living conditions without even trying? Our house is still on fire. Your inaction is fueling the flames by the hour, and we are telling you to act 
as if you loved your children above all else. Thank you. <laughs> Ouch. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? You know what's going on is I told Joe, who won the playoffs the other day, for that one division of sports and football, and those guys (laughs) that did a good job. Ah, uh, yeah. So Susan got a good laugh about Joe learning <laughs> Joe Santoris' Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Susan got a good laugh about you learning about uh, Kansas City winning from me. <laughs> yes, it was, it was quite shocking. Yeah, that is really. pathetic. That is absolutely pathetic. It is pathetic. <laughs> Uh, 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 and by the way you know what else was pathetic the food in that restaurant i tell you i wouldn't serve that to my dog um uh and i actually i bumped into one of my co-workers there uh last sunday uh asher and um he was like oh my god that food is so sick it was gross and i was like yeah i'll never ever ever go back there again hatfield's at Cam's Corners, right up this, right up the street from the smoke shop, I took you to Bobber in D.C. for Freedom's blog. Uh, when we went to P.J. McIntyre's, and we went across the street to the smoke shop, um, and the cigars weren't so good that you got over there, were they, Bobber? You said they weren't so great. Um, I don't remember. You said they weren't so great. Okay, if I did, then so. that's then you probably weren't. And look at that. What's even more pathetic is Bobber just learned that the cigars he bought uh, a year ago were not so great. So. <laughs> All right. Two, a year and a half ago. God, that was, yeah, you guys came up in uh, for our anniversary in 2020. So, yep. Uh, yeah. And, uh, of course, so uh, welcome back. And last but certainly not least, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Our Girl Friday. Um, oh, and before. Hello, uh, hello. hello. And uh, I, I know, uh, you know one day we'll ha- I'll, we'll have to do an all sports show where Nessa and I just talk about how pretty football costumes are, and baseball costumes too. Um, so uh, I think the Pittsburgh Pirates have really pretty costumes, but they should all wear eye patches and amputate yeah, a leg and wear peg legs. Costumes, huh? It, it looks uh, Pittsburgh Pirates don't have pretty costumes. It looks like um, black and gold. Uh, no, it looks like. 
Well, they're yellow and white. It looks like people pee on ice. Well, no, they they have they're black and gold. Those are the home colors, right? I know that much. Oh, what year okay. of Pittsburgh are you looking at? Uh, 1970s. <laughs> oh, boy. Does uh does Reggie still play for them? Yeah. Yeah. Reggie. <laughs> Reggie, uh, oh, God, what, what is it? Reggie Jackson? Reggie Jackson. Does he still play for them? Did he he never did. He, he never. Shows he how never much I know. Didn't he no. play for the Yankees, Joe? Yes, he I did. Know. Thank you. What, what about Jim Boom. Bibby? He played about, for first. He played for Oakland. What about yes. Jim Bibby? And he Where, for a, for one brief season, he played for the Orioles. What about Jim Bibby? <laughs> Bibby. <laughs> Jim Bibby. I met Jim Bibby. I got Jim Bibby's autograph uh, back in the day. We were down Bibbidi at uh, Bibbidi Boo. No, no, Jim Bibby, real, real dude. I think I still have his autograph around here somewhere on a ticket stub for the Mets spring training down in uh, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. I think. I believe Jim Bibby was a pitcher, if I'm not mistaken. It's a real man. Um, it's a real sportsman. I think he was a. I think he was a pitcher. You know who else was a pitcher? Mariano Rivera. Did he play for the Pittsburgh Pirates? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he, wore, he wore gold and black uniforms. Anyway, anyway. What is oh, happening? What is uh, happening to the show? Jim Bibby was the first to wear a helmet. I'm trying to give everybody. Was he? A football well, he wore a, a helmet football. because he had to wear a. <laughs> you wear like a an army helmet. Um, he wore a football helmet. So uh, here, here's here's a something funny. Uh, yesterday, uh, not even 24 hours ago on Facebook, but today was the last day of jury duty. And then my smart ass friend Paul, my smart ass Paul friend Paul from New York, put ever for everyone. And I said. Yeah, go ahead and ignore future summons. Just tell them your pal in Ohio said it was cool. So, <laughs> so you want to get sarcastic with me? I'll get you sarcasm. I got it right here. So, yeah, that was uh, good, Ken. And then we'll talk about sports costumes. I almost um, felt you hold your balls <laughs> in your hands. I got yeah. it right here. I got it right here for you. How I did it too hard. <laughs> okay, next segment. Uh, so, <laughs> sorry, I did it too hard. So, uh, time to change. Um, yeah, time to change topics. Uh, but I should. I, I we haven't played that in a very long time. So let's go ahead and play that. Time to change. All right. Uh, so, Rain, are you ready for name calling? I haven't seen any birthdays flash out there. Um, let me know uh, if you see anything, guys. So, uh, you ready, Rain? Yes. Here we go. Our Girl Friday. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits willie stargell that's who i'm thinking of oh i knew that okay so he played for pittsburgh see there we go 
And he he wore a funny color uniform. <laughs> Costume. Costume. Outfit. Matching ensemble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Willie Sturgeon wore the old uh those I think back in the seventies they had they had throwback hats from the uh Yeah, they had those like like kind of uh, uh tuna can yeah, tuna can hats. Right. Yeah. What do we call them? Tuna can. Tuna can. It's a tuna can hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they weren't two can hats. Bob, would you agree with me? Kenny's like Brooklyn, New York accent gets better as months go by. Hey, <laughs> Forget Bob, about yeah. it. Forget about it. <laughs> if, you, if you say that, it's going to start getting worse. So. Hey, that guy says his dad's birthday is Monday. Oh, okay. I just right. saw that. Oh, very so, good. Yes. And President's so daughter's birthday, birthday is today. <clears throat> yeah, so Sci Guy, Sci Guy's dad, and President's daughter. And Anissa, Nissa on Monday. Oh, Anissa. There we go. All right. Yes. Well, very good. Well, why don't you do some name? Call- uh, 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 oh boy. Uh, I will award. Do we have any? I will award tonight. Yes, I do. I'm gonna award a a, a sports costume of my choosing. <laughs> To every person in the chat room. Do we have a particular sport? Any sport the of a name of a, a group who plays sports that I can kind of remember partially or somewhat. God. That was... Wow, Ken. Uh-huh. Yep. You sounded like Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Excuse me, I gotta go to the boys' room. I gotta go wrap Anybody some want to go with me? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. And that's one to grow on. That's one to grow on. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to stop right now. Uh, all right. I'm 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 so sorry. All right. Go ahead. And then I'll give all out right. sports, sports costumes. Okay. We're ready, right? Yes. Okay. First up, Adam Heber. Uh, he gets a costume from the Tucson Defendants. Oh. <laughs> All righty. Their colors are purple and brown. I feel like somebody needs to <clears throat> look up the team names after Kenny mentions them. Sure. So somebody's got to find the Tucson Defendants? There's yeah. no such place. There's such a place as Tucson. Don't lie to people. <laughs> but there's no defendants there. Uh, do they not have, not have courtrooms in t- Tucson? Aren't sports played on courts right. as well? Kenny, we need teams. All right. Go ahead. I'll give you another team. Bobber, D.C. Bobber in D.C. Well, I think you should get uh, the, the costumes from the Dayton Champions, whose colors are... Pink and light blue. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't say the Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah. That's a real sports team. How would you? <laughs> oh, yeah. <that's> true. Okay. <clears throat> Who's next? Okay. Sorry for laughing, but yeah, Joe. I get what you're putting down. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, we have Psy Guy. Psy Guy, Winnipeg Cupcakes. 
yellow and white are your colors. God. Uh, okay, uh, Francie. Francie. Francie, I'm going to make this good, Francie, because your sports team uh, is the Ontario No Good Knicks, and you have no colors because you're no good. Knicks. The Cano Good Knicks? Cano Good Knicks, eh? Canucks. You're really, really bad at this. No, I'm good. I'm good at this. Next up, we have Heather. Heather, well, Heather also deserves a very special team. Hailing from the great city of Youngstown, Ohio, you uh, are going to have the, uh, the the Youngstown Townies. And the uh, you just basically wear flannel t-shirts and jeans. Mascot loser townie guy? Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have Kat. Oh, Kat. Uh, I know Kat. She, she likes her sports quite a bit. So uh, we're going to go with the... Uh, Albuquerque kumquats and uh, three shades of kumquat colors in the uniform. Oh, okay. Well, um, say Albuquerque kumquats ten times fast, and that's how you win that sport. No, I can't. I can't. You could have given her the Nashville Cats. I could have. Is that a real team? No. No. It's a song. Oh. Oh, is it? Who did that Love song? Love and Spoonful. Oh, I don't know Love and Spoonful that well. My apologies. Okay. All right, Kenny Pick, you give you give yourself a team. Um, I, I choose none because I hate sports. Go ahead. Okay, you give your father a team. Dad, um, I'll give you the. Uh, let me see. How about the San Antonio Lone Rangers? And you know, you you wear you know y'all wear masks and cowboy hats. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out which sport. I'm overthinking this, aren't I? Maybe. Next up, you got Marnus. You got Joe. Joe Santors. Joe! Well, I'll tell you what. You get the Neptunian androids, and your colors are platinum and copper. Oh, oh that sounds really pretty. You could have mm-hmm. given me the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders. Do you think that I had that anywhere in my brain? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Just be happy. I gave you some robots. Robots? Yeah. Robots. My mistake. Next up, we have Meow Goodness. Meow Goodness. I will uh, give Meow Goodness the, uh, let me see. uh, um, Nashville Kings. No. No, I don't think so. Uh, I think maybe, let me think, uh, the, the New Haven... I don't know why I thought of New Haven. The New, New Haven oldies. The New Haven stop. Hold on. The New, New Haven oldies but goodies. Oh. And what are the colors? Costume colors would be black like vinyl, uh, you know, 45 RPM, and then uh, yellow like a lot of the labels were. So like the like the Steelers and the, the former Pirates colors. Hmm. And, the, and their hats have holes in them like 45s. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That. Okay. Uh, next up, Michelle. Michelle in South Florida. Michelle, South Florida. <laughs> I'll, go, Miles. I'll give her the. Uh, I'll give her and and Miles the Port St. Lucie iguanas, uh, where their colors are uh, uh, green and blue because it's frozen lizard colors. 
Yes, did you hear about this? Miles rescued an iguana. Did did the iguana fall out of the sky? Yeah, pretty much. Fell out of a tree or something. So that's an amazing thing. It's so cold down there that iguanas are just falling out of trees. Come on, Dad. You don't like the San Antonio Lone Rangers? That, I thought that was pretty good. See, He's like, gee, thanks. <laughs> yeah, well, at least... Hey, Dad, at least an iguana didn't fall on your head. Next you could have given okay. him a young town, young town old. <laughs> Next up, we have um, President. President. Well, I think we need a presidential sports team for you. So I'm looking down at DC and I know Rain and Bob are a big fan of this team. That would be the uh, the uh, um, uh, oh gosh, where the Silver Spring Senators. That sounds delightful. And your colors are silver and blue because silver and springs. There used to be a Washington Senators baseball team okay let me change that the silver springs lobbyists <laughs> okay next up we have me me you rain well we got to make this super cool and fun because you're mm. originally from new york so i think we should go with uh, uh the yonkers bonkers and you never know what colors they're gonna have because they pick something out of their mommy's closet they're like clowns. They're bonkers. <laughs> Next up, we have Sandy and Durwood. Sandy and Durwood. Well, we well, know. We're going to see tomorrow night. Bob and I are going out with her and, and, and you tomorrow night. Oh, very fun. And we all know how much Sandy loves to have fun. And I can't think of anything more fun than a sports team from the lovely city of... Uh, Nashville, and the team would be the Elvises. <laughs> and then you wear sequined uh, jumpsuits. Okay, next up. <laughs> Lovingly referred to as the Kings. The Kings! <laughs> so. Well played, Kenny. <laughs> um, next up, we have Theo. Theo, well, I know Theo likes some science fiction, and who doesn't also love science fiction as much as Theo and I love science fiction, and I've already given Joe the science fiction team, so I'm going to have to come up with another science fiction team. Um, I got it. Let's not even go with planet Earth or our own uh, solar system or, or galaxy or anything like that. Let's go with, for Theo, um, the interdimensional j- gibbering mounds. Oh, nice. Well, that's something. Yeah, and uh, they they have multicolored tentacles, and they and the uh, they always win because everyone who plays them goes mad. Oh God, you really don't get sports. I'm making up my own sports. That's how much I love sports. <laughs> I really think you are. <laughs> Regular sports aren't even good enough for me. So next up, we have Tim. Tim Cormall. Well, Tim Cormall, you know, a little-known team. I know, you know, he's originally, you know, from the Pennsylvania area. Or, well, you know, has has roots in PA. Well, did you know, from Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania, 
There's the uh, the Beaver Falls Dam Builders. And they're a bunch of furries with big, big, um, <laughs> big beaver teeth and tails. That's not even a sport. They can hit balls with those tails. How about I, the woodchuck? See that. Woodchuck, uh, woodchuckers. Uh, no, I will not. I will not honor. I will not honor groundhogs on this show. So you, you knock that off. Woodchucks. You said woodchucks, and I would love to see the beavers versus the woodchucks. That do you know what wood? Do you know what woodchucks are? Sports. What? Do you know what woodchucks are? Yeah. Um, the groundhogs. Maybe. They're groundhogs. Yeah. A woodchuck yeah, so by any other name. Uh, early spring. A groundhog by any other name is still a filthy vermin that should be eradicated. Alright, for anyway. one moment I thought we could have a beaver versus woodchuck intramural competition. Mm. Okay. But how about a bee how about a beaver versus Woody Harrelson competition? <laughs> no, Justin has got Lyme's disease. He's out for a while. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh well. Okay. Last but not least Trojan Rabbit. Trojan Rabbit gets the Camelot Brave Sir Robin. Bravely bold Sir Robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin. He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken. To have his kneecap split and his body burned away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled, brave Sir Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. <laughs> Don't say penis in this house! Oh, 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 I cut it short. Oops. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so yeah. I would like to add yeah. that if we're, you know, if we're going to not mention woodchucks, mm-hmm. we should also not mention, as Psy Guy said, whistle pigs or marmots. Okay. Have I? You, you, you didn't want. Didn't you <laughs> say you didn't want woodchucks mentioned? Oh, is that what they're also called, whistle pigs? Oh, yes. okay. That's I didn't what know that. Psy Guy is saying. But um, so they are not known as whistle pigs or marmots. <laughs> wow. So uh, something <laughs> else I, I I need to mention. I I'll, I'll try not to mention those as well. Uh, but yes. So uh, anyway, in Trojan Rabbit, the the Camelot Braves or Robins probably you know. Are the color color of something that's not bloodied but soiled. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, uh, one thing I want to mention, uh, everybody, check out Mike Check Radio this Sunday. It's going to be a very interesting show. If you are a Star Wars fan, you're definitely going to want to check it out because we are going to be discussing every film of all three trilogies, all three films from all three trilogies from uh, the Star Star Wars franchise. Starting with the prequels from the 90s and early 2000s, and then going to uh, Star Wars A New Hope from 1977 to Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi, and then concluding with 
uh, the most recent trilogy uh, of the Skywalker saga. Um, and, you know, we'll end with probably some spoilers from The Rise of Skywalker. And, of course, it'll be me for all three hours with Adam Hebert, of course, the Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio, Miles and Michelle, and our friend uh, Britt Wolf from uh, Twitch. That's right. Britt Wolf does a gaming channel over on Twitch. Very cool guy. Um, and uh, I, I shouldn't... Uh, Michelle and Miles are really like great friends with him, and uh, he's a really super guy, and it's going to be fun. He he's fun to talk to, and uh, we're going to try and go through the all these trilogies as quickly as possible. Basically, we're going to be talking about three movies an hour. Um, so I think it'll be fun. We're going to talk about all of our favorite things from the movies as briefly as possible. We're picking three things from each movie that we're going to you know, say our top three favorite things can be anything about the films. And then we'll elaborate on our number one favorite thing about each film. So I really think it, it you know, you should all check it out seven to 10 PM Eastern this Sunday on Mike check radio. It's going to be a hoot. Uh, again, Brit Wolf from Twitch and uh, yeah. And we'll have all the interesting. Um, I'm sorry. I'm reading comments in the chat room and I shouldn't because they're making me laugh. Uh, Heather. Heather Beaver Lickers. <laughs> Beaver Lickers. Ooh. Come on, how am I supposed to do anything? Uh so <laughs> anyway, uh so yeah, so check it out. Mike Check Radio this Sunday, uh three hours Star Wars special, three hours, three tr- move uh, three trilogies, three movies per trilogy, nine films and three hours. I think it's gonna be a, a, a great thing. And all each person on the show. We'll have three different thing, favorite things about each film. So uh, that's that. We're going to go to the break. We'll be right back with more. And everybody enjoy your brand new, shiny brand new sports teams. Because I'm not going to remember them unless I listen to the podcast. Uh, we'll do birthdays. Huh? Oh, we we'll do, do birthday. Birthdays? We'll do birthdays when we come back. I'm sorry. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. We'll go to break. Thank you for reminding me. I apologize. But yeah, birthdays when we come back. The Baina awaits. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I got got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. (laughs) And now, on with the show. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. The mind is 
leaves aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Out the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live where you, uh, where everybody comes for their sport expertise from yours truly. Uh, Kenny Pick, uh, Cleveland, Ohio, uh, home of favorite sports teams, the Badgers and the Bulls. Um, and, of course, uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. I know you're in awe of my sports abilities and knowledge. I'm still getting over that I found out about Kansas City from you. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, I, I tried to make up fake teams, and I said Badgers and Bulls, and I think those are both actually real teams. They're just not from Cleveland, from what I understand. Unless I'm badgers, told otherwise. There's, there's badgers, yeah. There's Badgers college ba- team. Badgers, honey badgers. So, um, and uh, uh, and of course, uh, Bobber for Freedom's blog of Washington D.C. Welcome back, De Braumeister. Howdy, howdy. Yes, and uh, it's good, one thing. It's good to be here and not, not you know working. So, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, it's good to be here and not working or on jury duty but you know what um but now it's friday and i've had a few beers and guess what i might as well be on the cleveland honey badger honey badger don't give a shit yeah uh so uh (laughs) and last but certainly not least rain for freedom's blog washington dc thank you for reminding me that we uh we bypassed birthdays from all of my sport uh, my sports expertise got in the way i was i was afraid i was nagging no, no, no! It was it was all my sports expertise got in the way of this. No, you weren't nagging at all. I totally fucking fucking forgot like a dope. So, um, yeah, sorry, burp. Uh, that that whoppers, uh, that whopper is making baby air whoppers right now. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh, rain. We've got uh, some birthdays. Uh, you got them all in front of you there. Uh, of course not. I okay. Have I know. Psy Guy's dad? President's daughter. President's daughter. And, uh, yeah. Nissa. Right? And so Psy Guy's dad, and I don't know when President's daughter's birthday is, but. Monday, I um, think. My sister's birthday is on Monday. Oh, no. I think it's Psy Guy's said, dad's birthday. Oh, no, no, no. Today, I think, is uh, President's daughter's birthday. So. Okay. See, I didn't so. have them in front of me. It's okay. <clears throat> we'll work on it. It's all right. It's all, yeah. They're all they're all within the next few days. So happy birthday, everybody! And John Boehner has a very special song. I'm not sure what sports team he played for. I think the oh pot. He played for team pot now. Oh, he played for the uh, the Colorado uh, uh, Springs um, Stoners. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! There you go. So, happy birthday. Hope you all have a wonderful day. And uh, make it a birthday month. That's my advice to everybody. If it's your birthday, whatever month it is, make it a birthday month. Treat yourself. So, all right. Um, huh? Yeah. I like that. 
Treat yourself. Treat you. That's from uh, Parks and Recreation. Treat yourself. I need to get the clips of that. Um, because I'm often often saying treat yourself. And I'm going to treat myself with that, again, princely sum of $81 I earned from jury duty pre-taxes. <laughs> I wonder, since the county is paying me, are they t- telling me I'm getting $81 after taxes or before taxes? Probably probably before taxes. It, yeah, they're getting they're getting their taxes back. No, oh, you sons of <laughs> sons of a sailor man. Uh, oh, damn it! That's it, Kenny. Yeah. You need to become a Republican because taxing. Tax enough already, Tea Party. <laughs> Oof! God. <laughs> Can you uh, imagine? I've, I've served on two juries, so maybe you're, you're lucky. What were the what were the juries you served on? One of them was the divorce case. That was the worst. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. It was like watching, uh, you know, two Republicans try to uh, discuss who's the, who has the, the worst morality. <laughs> I mean, it was just, they're, they're just, you know, outing each other's bad habits and stuff. And it was, it was terrible. He's a Republican. So, okay. All right. She's got, you know, I'm on her side. So <laughs> is she. I mean, no, it was like, I know. Was like, I'm oh, he, he cuts his toenails and leaves them on the coffee table. I mean, shit like oh, that. Dear you know? God. I don't need to hear what? this. I don't need to hear this. It makes no difference. Who does that? <laughs> anyway, who does that? Who puts I- their toenail clippings on the coffee table actually i just why do you need a jury for, for a divorce yeah. case yeah it's like if anyone that's if, if anyone has is considered taking their divorce case to trial just go sit through one kramer versus kramer <laughs> you will never do it it's horrible man it was horrible do you recommend everybody go watch the michael keaton classic kramer versus kramer I I don't know if I ever saw that. I haven't either. I'm just I just know it was a movie about a divorce case. I'm kidding. I've also not seen a marriage story, which I hear is a movie about a divorce case. I did watch that. I did watch that with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. It was it was Did you like it? It was interesting and of course Alan Alda was in it as well. Yeah. Well then that's a and so was Laura Dern. Laura Dern was Scarlett Johansson's attorney, and Alan Alda was Adam Driver's attorney. So you got Laura Dern, who is from Star Wars. Well, I mean, before Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And they were both, they were adversaries in both, actually. Okay. See, you see how I. Look at you. Oh my god! You know more about Star Wars than I know about sports. <laughs> we gotta start a new podcast. Rain on Star Wars, Ken on Sports. <laughs> See who wins. <coughs> what do you think, Joe? Would you would you listen? You might as well. Only if you'll put me in the category of heavy metal. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Joe on heavy metal. And Bobber, what category yeah. do you want? Well, uh, gee, maybe uh, we'll put Bobber on German art films. Would that be good? <laughs> I've actually oh. seen you. Okay, never mind. What? <laughs> what? What did, what did he pick? 
Oh, let's yeah, see. What's, what, German what, art film. Said, what's the opposite of beer? Um, <laughs> water. Oh, I would, I would how, how about the opposite of beer? How about kombucha? Coors Light? Kombucha. Um, there you go. Kale and uh, kombucha. Kale. What's the third one? Uh, the grain that was quinoa so for a while. Kombucha, kale, and quinoa. Yeah. <laughs> quinoa. It could be KKK, kombucha, but kale. quinoa is spelled with a Q. <laughs> I was just going to pick '70s pop rock for Bob, but KKQ. You all got complicated. I was I was a teenager in the '70s. Yeah. Okay. You knew all that. I listened to the radio. I know, but you hate all those songs I play. Well, that's I'm because I've heard them. <laughs> well, sounds like it's getting a little personal here. <laughs> and it's not even a divorce case. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> it could be Joe. Are you prefer? Who do you want to defend? <laughs> um. <laughs> oh my god! I want to defend Earl. So. No, uh, I'm not talking about any of the dogs. There you go. Custody. That's a whole different situation. Well, that was Kramer versus Kramer. Wasn't that in Kramer? I, I, I don't even fucking know. That was, was not in Kramer versus Kramer. I can assure Talk you. Talk about the Dustin Hoffman film. There was a movie. There was a movie about the kid that wanted to divorce his parents or something. I don't know what it was. What is happening? Terrible movies. I'm talking about terrible movies now. Uh, so you know what I'd like to discuss right now at length? I'd like to talk about Oh God, starring John Denver and George Burns. Did you ever see the movie, Kenny? <laughs> you know, when I was like 12. <laughs> <laughs> I love that laugh. <laughs> Let me talk about what I remember from that movie. I know George Burns was in it, and John Denver was in it, and John Denver had a bowl haircut and glasses. And George Burns was old and smoked a cigar and had glasses and a not bowl haircut. And he was that God, was and it was pretty cool. Part two. And I think he also fucked with John Denver a few times in that, and I thought it was cool because I thought George Burns was cooler than John Denver. He was probably fucking with him for getting high on that Rocky Mountain, too. <laughs> Sinner. So, And then he killed him in an Are airplane. Are you sure that you weren't describing Oh God Part 2? Is that the one where he killed him in an airplane? I think so. <laughs> yeah, the airplane was going down. He's going, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. That went real dark. I apologize. That is rude. So rude. So, anyway, John Denver. I do I do like um, a couple of your songs. They were good. Rocky uh, Mountain High. I like George Colorado. Burns better. Burns and Allen, man. That's a good show. Uh, so anyway, um, I don't know what the hell. I don't know what we're going to talk about. I have no idea. I literally have no idea. Shine on my shoulder makes me happy. I think this is better, honestly, because I know Joe's burnout. I'm burnout. It's stressful for you, Rain. This is fun. Just talking about nonsense, and uh, you know, I am, I am stressed out, guys. And we have, I, we have sorry. more. I'm we really have, sorry about that. But. No, I am too. I am too because it's like you know, I'm just you know, 
I'm 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 just in a position to where I've been able to ignore most of what's going on because I was so focused. I mean, seriously, this is so stupid. I had so many dreams. And I'm really sorry if I no. if I made you no no no. I, I didn't mean uh, to make you unhappy, Joe, or uncomfortable. I it's me. I'm not it's unhappy. Me and I was no. just <laughs> we're just all we're all going through a lot right now, you know, and we're all we all have different other, you know completely external things that are going on too and you know and i can you know i'll openly talk about mine is like you know the jury duty thing i swear to god i was having the dumbest craziest dreams about being late for jury duty did i tell you about any of the dreams i had about being late for jury duty mm-hmm. you told us in our chat mm-hmm. yeah i not everybody. Well, I had one a, a dream where I was supposed I showed up at our friend Doug and Stacy's house at like 7 a.m. and I was supposed to put together a deli platter for them for a party they were having at 7 a.m. And then I looked at, you know, my phone and I was like, "Oh my god, I got to be there at 8 and it's like 7:56. I only have 4 minutes before I get there." And then I'm like, "I got to, you know, I gotta find Susan. They're like, oh, she's up there on that giant hill that does not really exist around our house, but apparently exists around our house in your dreams. And so I go up this big hill, and there's an overlook. And then I look down, and I was in Susan's in front of their house. Well, I'm like way up on high up on top of this overlook, with now probably seconds to go before I have to be at jury duty. I look down, and I'm like, there you are. And then Susan shrugs her shoulders and looks at me like, what the fuck are you doing up there? And I'm like, so then I gotta run down the hill. Um, cause she was dropping me off that I had a dream uh, because, uh, I forgot to sign in on the second day and somebody reminded me to, and if you don't sign in, you don't get paid for the day. So I got, I got reminded to sign in on the second day. And then on the third day, I went straight back to sign in. But before the dream I had, before I got to jury duty on the third day was I went to sign in and I couldn't find the sign in sheet. And then somebody had like a corner ripped off of like the Sunday funnies. And they were just like, just sign there, just sign on this anywhere. And I was like, I'm not signing that. That's a ripped off corner of the Sunday funnies, (laughs) you know? (laughs) No, it's fine. Just use that. Just sign there. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Seriously, taking me out of my element after I've been in the same, you know, doing the same thing for years and years and years. I mean, it. I really had some weird dreams because of that. Has that happened to any of you guys in recent history? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, dreams about being late or showing up naked. Oh yeah, that too. Oh, I'm just in my underwear. How did that happen? Oh, is uh, that yeah. normal? Well, no. if you're Alan Dershowitz no, at I, a massage parlor uh, run by <laughs> run by Jeffrey Epstein, I asked that not. It's a judgment thing. I just felt like is that a thing for men? I don't know. I, I have these recurring dreams that I, I have them too. I have to take finals again in high school and college. Oh yeah, especially. Especially college, I have these that I'm not going to get my degree because I missed all the history classes. Oh, wow. Because you didn't have on pants. Well, see, sometimes I have on pants. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes I feel like a nut. Sometimes everybody sees your nuts. Really, you honestly, you really have dreams where you feel like you're not 
wearing all the clothing you should be wearing? Yes. Oh, so yeah, I have those. I have those. Like, I'm in, you, right. Do you, Bob? Or I'm peeing somewhere. I, 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 peeing. Oh, I almost yep. never remember my dreams. Almost never. I, I no. I, yeah, I, I've got those dreams, Joe. It's like you know, I'm like somewhere and I'm just in my underwear, and I'm like, oh boy, I gotta walk home and get some clothes, and I'm like just walking down the street in my underwear, like it's mm-hmm. just, mm-hmm. hey, okay, oh yeah, don't or, mind or me. I'm take, huh. or I'm, I'm I'm taking a piss in somebody's drawer. <laughs> okay, that. That's, um, <laughs> and that's I'm thinking, no, I, sh- I shouldn't be doing this. Well, it's a dream. I, it's a dream. I, it's not real. I have dreams I, about toilets being in completely inappropriate places, like you know, like in France on the sidewalk. But no, <laughs> but uh, that's a sea show. Three hundred and seventy-five. I don't remember what that was from, but uh, actually, much higher number than that. But no, I, I had a dream I the other don't day. Remember most of my dreams. I, yeah. I usually like I'm having a dream. I don't remember mm. it, and then I wake up because I feel like I'm falling. I have those too. And I wake, and it's like, okay, well, I'm not going to remember that dream. I fell. Now I can go back to sleep. You know, but no, I'll have dreams about like, uh, I'm like, can I use the bathroom and, you know, at somebody's house? And they're like, yeah, the toilet's right there. And it's like in the middle of a room full of shag carpet, like the living room or something. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this Bernalus, one, uh, <laughs> you, don't, you don't have another one. This is the one I should, I should do. And they're like, no, it's fine. Cool. We, you know, we'll just, we'll just watch. It's fine. Uh, you know, I'm like, no, I don't want to do wow. that. Yeah, and then, um, I've also had um, wh- this is this is going to be creepy for you guys. I don't know if if you guys have ever oh, had this before. None of this before. Oh no, uh, this that that's just like ex exhibitionist <laughs> kind of weird nonsense. The next thing is like absolute like creepy. Is I have dreams where I I like I've killed someone. Oh. And oh, I, Ken. yeah, I've had dreams where I've killed someone. I don't know who it is because I well, haven't that's killed. Good. I haven't killed anybody. I promise I have not killed anyone. But I'm like, I'm like, I think I hid their body good enough. Yeah, it should be fine. It'll be good. And then I wake up and I'm like, oh my god, why do I keep dreaming I killed somebody? I don't know. Maybe that's too much for the show. <laughs> no, I, but, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an admission. I'm gonna make an admission. This is not a dream. Bob and I often on road trips. He will often hear me say, "This is not a dream. This is real life." Ah, no. that's a good place to hide a body. It's too much. <laughs> yes. Well, no, seriously, I had this. Am dream. I right, Bob? Am I right? I'm, no. I'm, I'm usually not kidding. Yeah, out in the middle of nowhere, big big well, swamp, swampy area off to the side. Yeah, well, well, he'll, he'll be driving, do 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 do, and I'll be like, "You could really put a body right there. Nobody would find it." Well, I and, and usually these dreams are associated with like, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I'll, I'll get a feeling that it has to do with somebody that I know who's died. You know, like it—it okay. ha- it happened a lot around uh, the time my friend Cliff overdosed on heroin and died, and um, and I had a few dreams, and I remember one vividly where I actually like was, you know, uh, 
I was going to check on it. I, did, I don't have dreams of like disposing of the bodies or anything like that. It's like, that's where that body's buried, you know, kind of thing. And then I'll like, and then all of a sudden some kind of, you know, a uh, construction crew comes in with a backhoe and they start digging. And then I'm standing there waiting with, you know, like, Oh, please don't let them find the body. You know? <laughs> Um, so it's, it's fucked up and weird. I've told Susan this many times. I swear to God, I have these stupid dreams and I wake up and I feel guilty and I'm like, Oh my God, why am I dreaming about killing people? So I swear to God, I've never killed anybody. I believe you. And Su- Susan says, wait, say it again. Susan, what? So she says, you watch too many st- stupid crime shows and I'm sick of burying dream bodies. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, God, I love her. <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, you know, I'll, I'll wake up and I'll tell her, I'm like, oh my God, I had another dream that I killed somebody and I buried the body. And, and it's never the act of killing someone. I mean, you know how awesome it, that it's is never that you have the- a wife who is burying the dream bodies. Yeah, she Dream helps me in the dream sometimes. So <laughs> I kind of, I kind of that does make her an accomplice. Mm-hmm. No, it makes her awesome. But yeah, a dream, a dream accomplice. So yeah, it's true. But no, I've I've had that. I've had that. And Sandy Derwin says uh, because because of Trump or dump Kenny Pick. So, um, but it's going on. It's going on. You know, it's it. Yeah, I guess it it, it actually has happened lately more than ever. Um, but you know, it did, it does happen a lot around significant deaths. I've noticed that all these dreams, um, and again, it's never the act of killing somebody. I have had dreams about killing people and animals and stuff like that, but it's always very comical and weird and like nonsensical. Um, like I, I had a dream that there was a giant floating fish that was coming at me and I kept stepping on it, but it kept like bouncing back up into the air. You know, I was trying to break its spine, but it kept like saying, nope, bouncing back up into the air and coming at you. Or like I had a terrific dreams. Yeah. Do you you all want to hear this before you go to break? Well, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me just tell you the last thing about killing an animal is I had a dream. I was fighting a giant rat and I was trying to, I was trying to, I had my hands in its mouth and I was trying to snap its jaw, but its teeth were like sinking into the palms of my hands, like really deeply. (laughs) that was really vivid that was like when i was a teenager um but yeah so so i've had dreams about you know killing animals that are attacking me so it's weird but anyway go ahead what's your real vivid dream my and it is a recurring one it happens maybe once twice a year where i'm just hanging out and an airplane comes down out of the sky does it come down on you near you near me yeah near me when i know literally i know like oh people died yeah i mean it's yeah i i shouldn't yeah i shouldn't no that's not don't no because i i actually really dark dreams though these are the ones that wake me up where it's like sometimes swear to god okay if we're going to go into this, we're going into this. Where I feel like, okay, here comes a whole bunch of planes that are attacking us. Mm-hmm. Another plane coming in, taking us down, and it gets taken down. I have really dark, like, wall, you know, the wall. Pink Floyd, the wall type dreams. Mm-hmm. 
not the yeah. whole Nazi part. No, no, no. I know what you yeah, mean. Those, like very. You know, it's just like the attacks, and it's just like oh my god. Yeah. And I've had a few where I, and I've shared this with Bob, where I was like, oh, I'm on a plane that's going down, and then I always wake up before oh, the plane god. goes down. Yeah, I've had. Well, okay, you know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's let's keep doing. Let's keep let's keep doing dream talk because I have something related to that uh, when we come back. Um, but yeah, so this you guys is think my it, trauma. This is my trauma. I believe yeah. from uh, because of nine eleven and and things in my life. I believe that these are trauma dreams. It doesn't. Yeah. Like I'm not afraid of dying in a plane crash or whatever, but. These are trauma dreams. See, now I'm looking for a song related to dreaming that we have that's that's public domain, uh, or not public domain, but royal. You know, uh, something we can play on the show. Um, let me see. Uh, the haunted castle is one that's based I love on it, a prison. If you start killing people in your dreams, watch out for the dream police. Yeah. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> oh, maybe I should, I should play Ghost Gun because Ghost Gun kind of. I, I actually had dreams about that goofy toy, the Ghost Gun that I had. Play the live version of Ghost Gun coming up here, everybody. It's about a weapon that kills spirits. I say that on the radio, too. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and go to the break. We're going to do more Dream Talk when we come back. Uh, it, I'll read off any comments about dreams that I haven't read from the chat room when we come back. So put put some weird dreams in there for everybody, and we'll recount a few more for you when we come back right after this on Turn Up the Night. Turn up the night. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. This is a song about a weapon that can kill spirits. It's called Ghost Gun.
Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. I am Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And, of course, uh, let's get to some of these comments that people made about dreams they've had. Kat says, I had a dream once where I was in a rundown uh, tenement building in Detroit, and I was shot in the back of the head while running from people. And Jessica Fletcher was called in to investigate. Murder, she wrote. And uh, let me see. Uh, There's another one uh f- that uh uh meow goodness uh yeah i've had the dream where i'm naked in public and nobody notices well as a naturalist i i would or it's a naturalist right uh, aka nudist uh i would assume that uh that's well present says now that's real life for you uh so yeah <laughs> but you know real life somebody might notice because people are such prudes you know so uh but you know i but again joe i've had those dreams where like i'm in a towel i just have a towel and i'm like i gotta find some clothes because i have to be at work or something you know (laughs) you know just wandering around and it's like or or completely nude and just like cupping and being like okay there's got to be some kind of clothing around here i can steal uh, but yeah, so th- so those are um, you know. Th- th- Can I ask you? I don't yeah. know if Joe's there, but he is. I don't want to. I don't want to go into a whole like is this a Freudian thing or a young thing? Carl Jung. Um, is that a vulnerability Jungian. dream? Yeah, I think so. I okay, don't know. I, I, I'm naked. In situations, right now? I sh- I sh- no. In oh. situations, I shouldn't be. <laughs> And, you uh, you know, walking around and uh, thinking, well, you know, I shouldn't be doing this. Uh, Maybe I should put clothes on. 
but nobody's saying anything. Well, see, that's I, like male goodness is one. You know, like nobody's screaming and yelling Nature's. and saying, oh, there, that. Um, no, and just uh, it's inappropriate, but nobody's noticing. Naturist, that's the correct term. I'm sorry, not naturalist, naturist. Nobody's for... noticing. Do you want people to notice in your dream? I know well, I don't a, when it happens to me. With a I group don't. of naturists, you're a naturist if you're in a group of naturists. If you're naked at work, you're a creep. Yeah, well, but yeah. But my <laughs> my dreams you typically nobody says anything. It's just me being self-conscious. So I think it's about it's probably about social anxiety, things like that, you know. Um That's why uh, I asked. Who knows? I wasn't I honestly, I wasn't trying to be smart ass about you. I didn't think so. Freud. No, you you I, know, I mean if this is, you know, if it's a dream you don't have, you wouldn't, you know, un, you know, understand the the feeling or whatever for it. So it's fine. Literally, the dreams that I do remember often are ones of us being attacked, which that's a whole nother can of worms. Oh, that's a common. Yeah. Common Especially one. after, you know, 9-11, you know, a lot of people have had, you know. Cause, Speaking of Freud, I'm one yeah. of the few men who suffer from penis envy. Oh. Who's He's- penis, Joe? <laughs> the per, the, peron, the peroni the peroni style yeah the baloney peroni peroni yeah, is that I mean, too is that too personal Joe Sorry. no no I brought it up I no do you really suffer from penis envy I think he was joking no, no I was joking. see Joe does yeah, that I, I, he, he was, says it, things so seriously and I take him serious. He just he's just jealous of the Peroni baloney pony is what he is. So oh, well that's that's a twist off the <laughs> We side all of are. We I'm all are, you know. Any, any guy whose penis is long enough to bend. There's the Oh god almighty. Uh okay. <laughs> Stop saying the word. Uh you know. No. Don't say As penis a woman, in this get out of my house. As a woman who is not ashamed to say she's been with a good number of men. I don't like the bent penai. No, just this just, is way. This is a lot of detail that I had not anticipated. Uh, it's a dream. dream. It was a dream I was having. <laughs> this is uh. So anyway, anyway, guys, let's go back to sports costumes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not but yeah. Okay, let let me tell you about a dream. Let me tell you about a dream I used to have when I was a kid that was insane. All right, it was the most simplistic dream. So weird. I would have I would have night terrors from this dream as a child. I I suffered from night terrors when I was a kid. All right, but this dream is so strange and so like innocuous sounding, but I would wake up from it. And Dad can tell you guys, I don't know if he's still listening or not, but I would wake up from this dream completely terrified, all right? And there were two versions of it. The first version was there were these two figures, like vaguely human figures, okay? And uh, picture like um, a split rail fence. Do you guys know what a split rail fence looks like? Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
picture a split rail fence and and sitting side by side on a split rail fence with their like butts on the top rail and their feet on the on the lower rail and you know they're supporting themselves with their hands two vaguely human figures right just like almost like you know just chubby stick figures just vaguely human outline like like you know the like a person from like a you know uh, Keith uh, uh yeah keith herring yeah perfect perfect or like oh. a street or like a street sign or something like that in one would be super like glossy and shiny and smooth like you know perfectly just you know pearl you know you just completely shiny and and like in the other one would be all rusty and corroded and they would be sitting side by side nothing more that's what the dream was they were sitting on the split rail fence the rough guy and the smooth guy and i would wake up having a night terror about that oh, oh yeah that's isn't that weird it's, it, well i'm sorry they had night terrors isn't that weird that that would evoke a night terror I mean, it's such Anybody? a. I mean, and then, um, but sure. There's a second version of it. This one. Why do you? Th- All right, hold on. I'm not trying to play doctor. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Not. Go ahead. Why do you think you got a night terror for it? Um, I I don't know. Honest to God, to this day, I have no idea. But it, it sent me into hysterics. You know, I would wake up and I wouldn't know where I was and. I'd be freaking out and crying and screaming and stuff. And I was just a, like a little kid, but it was like, there was a smooth guy and there was a rough guy and they were both sitting on a fence. <laughs> and, wow. it, it, and, you and sure, then sure they weren't aliens that had kept visiting you in the, in the night. Mm, or maybe, yeah, maybe, I don't know. I should talk to Whitley Strieber and see if they probed me too. Um, <laughs> and that there was an alternate version, Joe, you'll appreciate this one. There was, I would, I would be, it, it, it was on a TV screen and it would be, um, Mr. Spock, <laughs> right? <laughs> Mr. Spock. Okay. Hold on. Ho- hold on. Mr. Spock. From the shoulders up, from the shoulders up to his, to the, t- it's, 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 it's a variation on a theme. All right. I'd be looking at a TV and there would be Mr. Spock on one side of the TV and it would he would be right side up from his like shoulders to the top of his head, right? And on the other side of the screen, it would be Mr. Spock upside down, right beside him, from his shoulders to the top of his head. So it was almost like a yin and yang Spock. You know what I mean? There was like right side up Spock and upside down Spock. And that I could okay. see that. And that it's just staring at me, not saying anything, not doing anything. It was just his, like his head in the very top of his, you know, cl- from his clavicle to the tops of his shoulders. And it would be right side up and upside down, Mr. Spock. And I would dream of that and I would be thrown into a night terror when I woke up. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Wow. I, I'm yeah. not judging. <laughs> wow. You were. No, I'm they not were, judging, but it seems like you were really yin and yang as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, that, that's it, what... It does seem like you, in your dreams, in your dreams, 
the fact that you woke up with the night terror felt you had to be one way or the other. I, I guess you know, Bob, I, is, Bob is probably rolling his eyes. Well, right I, I mean, I guess it was, you know, but, I, I guess it, it, you know, what you're saying, Rain, to me is at, maybe as a child, like, like trying, um, trying to determine between absolutes might have been a terrifying thing. Well, he, again, not a doctor. I say this as a creative person who has always tried to find my place in the world. And I still yeah. do. I, I, I still try to find my place in the world. And um, I don't think that the creative mind shuts off completely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Susan says that to me all the time. It's like, uh, it, it, it's like you, you, you're, you have a creative mind and your creative mind almost tries to fuck with you when you're sleeping. Yeah, well, it fucks with us when we're awake, too. But uh, Also true. But, you know, I, again, I'm not saying this as a doctor mm. or no, as a fine. woo, you know, as a woo person, but that's intense. Isn't that weird, though? I mean, it, it's like, you know, I mean, it, it's such a stunning visual because both of those dreams, I still vividly, they're burned into my brain to this day. And. Fuck. You yeah, Spock. About Spock. I loved Mr. Spock as a child. That's why, and, and no, not one of them did not have a goatee present. But that episode probably inspired it. The parallel universe Spocks probably yes. inspired that. Um, to to you know, and again, that's duality. That's uh, it, you know, two extremes, absolutes, kind of things like that. So uh, I guess as a child trying to think, uh, you know, um. I'm sorry, trying to, to comprehend absolute right and absolute wrong is kind of a heavy concept for a kid, so maybe that's what it was. I don't know. Um, yeah, that makes sense. To me, that makes sense. Especially if you live in a place where <clears throat> your parents aren't always absolute right or absolute wrong. Well, and... Like mine were. Like mine Yeah, were. yeah. Well, you know, and, you know, I, I mean, ever that's the same for everyone, I think. Um, but uh, I, I I don't know. But, you know, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. But any, uh, anyway, we have 10 minutes left. So I'd like to see if anybody else has any weird dreams they'd like to share. Bobber, you Joe, have anything? Bob? I don't really have weird dreams. Uh, I mean, I've occasionally had dreams where either I get home or I wake wake up in the house and, and I know somebody's in there and, oh. you know, or come home, come home and like the doors open and I look around the TV's gone and you know, oh. everything's, everything's been taken. That's, but that's, that's, that's one of those dreams you wake up and you're like, God, I'm so glad that wasn't real. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, and let me ask you this, Bob. Do you have? Because this is another dream that I have on a regular basis. Is I live in a house, but it's not my house. Do you ever have dreams about like a house that's not yours? It's like some things are familiar, but it's pretty much not your house. But it feels like it yeah, in the I mean, dream. Like, like if we're li- I'm living there with my family or something. My mother's still yeah, alive. Yeah. yeah. And, and but it's not a house that we we've ever lived in. Yeah, I've had that. Um, I have that a know. lot. I've had some weird ones where it was, you know, kind of wartime, and and we were 
kind of behind enemy lines and sneaking around and trying oh, wow. to do some kind of sabotage thing. Wow. But yeah, that, that the but going back to the you know living in a house that's not a house you've ever lived in, that one is so strange to me because I have that a lot. Uh, you know, it, it's like yeah, I'll, I'll tell Susan, yeah, I had this dream and I was living in a house and it wasn't our house, but it was our house in the dream, and you know, uh, it, you know, usually the rooms are always bigger. You know, I had a dream that, that I lived in a U-shape house that had a courtyard in the middle with a fountain and stuff. And I was like, how the hell did I figure that? Dream up that shit. You know? It, Rain, has that ever been your experience? Have you ever dreamed about a place, you know, that you've never lived, that, but it's your house in the dream? Yeah, and, um, well, my yes. Yes, but it also comes down to my dreams... <clears throat> tend to be so so crazy where it's sort of like oh so my father is there with his wife and my mother is there yeah. and and it, my some of those dreams like that where it's my house but not my house <laughs> they are literally literally like uh, 1990s soap operas Oh, okay. Well, and I do I mean, have that. They, they I do have those dreams of like. Depth where it's like, oh, yeah. I have a new mm -hmm. sister. But oh, she's I, not my sister, but they're telling me yes. she's my sister. I do have those mix and match oh, family. This is going to be a great yeah. con conversation tonight, Bob, isn't it? <laughs> I do have those mix and match family dreams, though, where it's like, you know, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I've had dreams recently where I'm like, live, me and Susan are living at dad's house, you know? stuff like that yeah. so we're not moving in dad don't worry um so but no joe I mean, what I about had a dream uh, i had a yeah. dream where we had to move out of a house oh that wasn't yeah. my house but i was living there for some reason mm -hmm. and um gosh i had to move out I had to get my mother to move out <clears throat> and we had no place to go but mm -hmm. it, yeah yeah just weird. I have weird dreams. I do too. I well, I've told you. Yeah, I've murdered people in my dreams. So <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know who the you, people you are. Sues to bury those people. I've, yeah, I've got a dream accomplice. So, uh, but, but Joe, what about you? Do, have, do you ever have dreams about you live live somewhere that's not your house? Um, no, no. I have this recurring dream that. I'm somewhere and have to get home. Yes. And my I my iPhone never works, so I can't get the oh. directions. Oh my god. I just and had the, that every, dream. I just had that dream. I had that dream like trying to use my <laughs> phone in my dream, like, you know, trying to use the the map thing or a Google search or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't work. No. Because and the phone keeps malfunctioning. Joe, can I ask you something? Yeah. Did you ha did you have that dream before you had an iPhone? Well, let's see. No. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I, I I'm asking that honestly. I'm asking that honestly because no. I have had that dream where I couldn't get home, but. Well, I've had the dream where I can't. I get don't home. use my phone but, enough, and but, but in the in in the late dreams, 
post iPhone. Yeah, it's the iPhone won't function right. It it, it doesn't doesn't go on the internet or, or something, and I can't get home because I can't I can't. I'm trying to f- look at, for the number of an Uber, mm-hmm. and I, I it can't get a number. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or just trying to call work and say you're going to be late, or call you know, you call Barb or I try and call Susan or whatever you know. It, it you know it. it but here, okay, I think that's related to this one. Actually, I've got two more elements of, of dreams that I've had. I want to see if you guys have had. One is you're trying to run away, but it's like you're running underwater. Oh, yeah. 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 Have you had that? Yeah. So you're like, I'm going to run, but you're like, oh, I can't run. <laughs> you know? Or you're trying to, Or you're trying to yell, and you can't yell. Yeah. That too, that too. Yeah. So and and sometimes and then, I I get so intense about it that I do yell. You wake up screaming. I wake, I wake Barbara up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she goes, "What's wrong? What's wrong?" And I say, oh, "Nothing." I, I want to make I, sure I you can hear me. I have had that <laughs> dream, that underwater dream, since I was a kid. I, I have had it. It like you know, it's like I try and run or walk swiftly or something like that in a dream, and it's like, you know, uh, there's just something preventing me from moving swiftly. No, I, I that's the thing. Those dreams were so vivid in my memory mm-hmm. as a kid. I haven't had those. I feel like maybe I should have them again. Um, maybe I'm happy that I don't have them. Okay, one last question. A dream I've had many times is that I'm sitting in the back seat of a car driving down the road and I look in the front seat and nobody's in the front seat. <laughs> nope. I've had that so many times and then I like try and I, you know, I lunge forward and I try to grab the steering wheel and I try and again then the slow motion body thing and I try to climb into the front seat to hit the brakes or something like that but no then it's like I'm on a fucking roller coaster and jumping like huge sections of bridges that are cut out and things like that so yeah it's like insane yeah, it's, like a, it's like a Disney ride oh yeah but you know, but traumatic. Um, you know, there's no fucking Tinkerbell here. Um, uh, but but no, it, it, you know, it's like I'll be sitting in the back seat and I was like, oh hey, this is a nice drive. And then I look forward, and nobody's in the front seat. So, Joe, anything like that? I do have this dream where I'm driving too, driving down a hill too fast. Okay. And and I go airborne. Oh um, wow! Okay. Yeah, and then I, I, I crash land. But then I keep going. Oh. Yeah. Wow. That did happen to me in real life one time, but Oh, that's right. It did happened. happen to you in real life. I forgot about that. Oh no, no, you mean No, I I never told that story. No, I was in my friend's Corvette. Yeah, because we, I dreamed over. about it. Ken dreamed about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I thought I thought you told that story about you and your friend's Corvette before. Ken, to be honest with you, I, I thought he told that story too. Maybe I did. Maybe I did. But we did go airborne. Oh, that's that that is terrifying. Yeah, so. and then I, I keep having that dream. Oh uh, wow. Well dad but it's me driving. 
I wasn't driving that Corvette. Gotcha. All right, uh, last couple of comments from the chat room right now. Dad says, I have recurring dreams where I'm still at work. And, of course, he worked there for like 50 years at General Motors, and he retired a few years ago, so I can understand that. Heather says, I wasn't dreaming. I really had to go to jury duty. My phone quit working, and they called me quite a few times. So, <laughs> and then President yeah. says, I had nightmares from both uh, the uh, Star Trek Salt Sucker and the Black Puppet from the Corbo Might Maneuver. You know what? I think I did too. Honest to God, I think I did too. But the Spock one was a recurring one. So, uh, on one last dream I had when I was a kid, I had a dream that my mom was taking me to the doctor's office. <laughs> And it was, uh, we used to go to Dr. Smith. I, I don't know where Dr. Smith was in Boardman or something like that. I don't know. When I was a kid. And she'd be like, okay, I'm going to take you into the doctor's office. Here you go. And she'd open the door and she'd like, you know, you know, kind of point me in, into the room. And I go into the room and she'd pull the door shut behind me. And then there were all these metal shelves with laughing jack-o'-lanterns. <laughs> Oh, wow. And I'm like pounding on the door trying to get out, and all these jack o' lanterns are laughing at me, and I'm like, Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So that was a real little kid when I had that dream. But again, See, very, no. very vivid. You know, like crappy I, metal I, shelving, you know, and, and uh, you know, Ken, just. Ken Senior has just reminded me of a dream I keep having that's recurring. All right. And that I go back to work and I haven't worked in 10 years. Yeah. And I, I, I'm back at work and I'm saying, why? Why am I back here? Like, what brought me back to work? And I was so happy retired. Yeah. And I'm only going to do this a couple more days and I'm going to tell them I'm retiring again. <laughs> well there you go so yeah. anyway well like this this was a fun exercise guys maybe we should expand this at some point so you know what i'll tell you what we should let me see if i can find a, a therapist to discuss <laughs> our dreams with us on the show we'll do an entire three hours <laughs> of dream analysis i think it could be fun for 2020 like you know, uh, it could be fun. I would love to I find out what some of this shit means. Hear what a, okay. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Do you want to hear what a therapist has to say about us? Yeah, yeah. Therapists aren't oh, mean people. You're a brave person. They're not mean people. I didn't say mean. I said you're a brave person. No, I know you said that. I'm saying therapists aren't mean people. I mean. I would like to hear, you know, some insight, especially to these weird little ones like the right side up and upside down Spock. I mean, I you know, sort of want to hear about the naked, the naked thing. It's about vulner vulnerability is, is all it is, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, and, and Adam put naked, you're, you're dreaming of vulnerability and in some situation in your life is uh, uh, causing you to feel exposed. This is one of the most common dream images experienced by almost everyone at some point or another. Uh, it expresses the fear we have of being vulnerable, exposed in life, uh, a way for which uh, uh, or for something we're not prepared. Uh, and, it, you know, it's big in Western culture, blah, blah, blah. But Adam put a big in right fact, up in there. So. Uh, in fact, Alfred Hitchcock expanded on that in psycho in the shower yeah. scene yeah the oh, yeah. vulnerability 
vulnerability of being naked in the shower and having the unexpected happen yeah. while you're in your most vulnerable situation. Exactly. Exactly. So, anyway, let's go and wrap things up right now. Good show, guys. Good therapy session. So, and you know what? Even better than the therapy, my my great sports analysis tonight. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was weird. No, it was... It's really strange to have sports analysis from you. Yeah. It's almost like having Trump tell the truth. Yeah, well, you know, all that sports analysis came from a dream where I killed somebody. Huh. Good God. <laughs> and jack-o'-lanterns laughed at me. So, oh yeah, the Houston jack-o'-lanterns. That's the team I forgot to mention tonight. I, I thought that was the Jackson Jack Jack Lanterns, but well, oh, the Jackson Jack Lanterns that'd make more sense. That's what I thought. So I don't yeah. know if you realize that the Tennessee Titans actually beat got uh, the Tennessee Titans lost to the Kansas City Chiefs. I thought it was the Tuscaloosa Titans. And I'm going to go one step further to say that the San Francisco 49ers defeated the. Okay, you're gonna love this. Y'all ready? The Jacksonville Juggernauts. The, the 49ers defeated the Packers. Packers win the Super Bowl. No. No. Oh. No, they don't go to the Super Bowl. I was trying to make it. I gave you an opening for Packers. Oh, my goodness. Don't go there. Mm. I tried. I tried, Joe. Mm-mm. It's not a good idea. You know what? I think what? the Super Bowl needs a more, a little bit more 9/11 truth. Investigate 9/11. 9/11 was perpetrated by people within our own government. <laughs> Sorry, that was from the Super Bowl a few years ago. Somebody grabbed a microphone from somebody at the Super Bowl. 9/11 truthers, Super Bowl. Anyway, we got to end the show. Uh, quick parting shots. Who else had a dream? I just want to say this. Martin Luther, Martin Luther King, King Jr., we did talk about him on Monday a little bit, and I played some audio. Yeah. So, Still. Yeah. <laughs> All right, parting shots. Rain, why don't you go first? Oh, no, I don't want to go first. Okay. Bobber, go first. Uh, I don't have much of a parting shot. Let's just uh, everyone have a great weekend. Um, and... Uh, don't That's stop it. dreaming, everybody. <laughs> Don't stop dreaming. <laughs> Hold on to the screaming. Heartbreaker, oh, dream taker. Uh, anyway. Anything else, Bobber? No, keep, I on, don't have keep on brewing. Joe, what do you got? Well, for my continuing series on weird things and cures from the 1800s uh, -oh. uh this is from the scranton times the 30th of november 1896 oh okay we begin to die at the moment we we're born this is cherry that's that's cute <laughs> it may not seem so but it's so against the angel of death who pounces upon us at every turn we should keep every organ of the body in the most perfect working order Oh. This is particularly true of the kidneys, upon the health and activity of which the purity of blood and our freedom from disease germs 
depends. The cure, Dr. Hobbs Asparagus. <laughs> what? Asparagus? Dr. Hobbs Asparagus? Hobbs Asparagus. S-P-A-R-A-G-U-S. Kidney pills. Aspersions on my asparagus. That's right, don't. Don't cast aspersions on Dr. Hobbs. Kidney pills. Asparagus kidney pills. Yeah. They prevent as well as cure Bright's disease and all kidney and bladder troubles and cause the kidneys to filter out all the blood, every poison and impurity, whether imperfectly digested food, malaria, rheumatism, or other causes. The kidneys are standard bearers in the great struggle against death. And Dr. Hobbs asparagus kidney pills are ablest ally. Aspersions on my asparagus. Hot significant abs. <laughs> That's right. And then he, he, he follows in the ad a testimonial from a well-known undertaker. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. This is from uh, a well-known undertaker in Philly. I think it oh was a godsend. God. Reading, in, I think it was a godsend in reading your advertisement in one of the daily papers of the curative power of Dr. Hobbs asparagus kidney pills. I was suffering so much with pain in my kidneys that I wanted to turn over in my side and bed. I was obliged to move very slowly from severe pain. I have taken two boxes of your pills and feel very much relieved. What the I hell? Turn over in bed. I can turn over in bed at ease now. Which I'm sure his wife is happy. I'm much impressed with the curing qualities that I would not be without a box of them. They are a godsend. Wow. You can get them at Matthews Brothers, Druggist and Apothecaries, 320 Lackawanna Avenue in Saran, if you were here in 1896. <laughs> I was just going to ask, where's the P.O. box? Does Walgreens have a coupon for that? I don't think so. <laughs> I, I don't think so, but you can get one of those apps on your thing and get 80% off Dr. Hobbs yeah. kidney pills. Aspersions on my asparagus. Just felt like it. Uh, so, anyway, Joe, anything else on that? That's about it. All I right, mean, just don't uh, don't die, don't die, don't let your kidneys go. Okay, yeah, don't do it. All right, don't. Rain, your parting shot, please. My parting shot is that um, Adam Schiff and every one of our impeachment managers are fucking heroes. They are, and I. I'm not kidding about this. I mean, I, I was going to give, you know, y'all you, can go, y'all can go to my Facebook page and see my sad sack post, uh -huh. but um, Adam Schiff and, and all of them, Hakeem Jeffries, Miss Garcia, Crow, I, I can't remember the other, uh, uh, Val Demings, just all of them. They are our future. Every one of them. They are our future if we can have it. Apparently, somebody, somebody's getting to Pompeo because he cursed at a reporter tonight. He cursed at the reporter a couple of days ago. I saw oh, that. Boy. Okay. Yeah. But um, he asked her if you could think you could find Ukraine on a map. He was really pissed. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. It, he said the I F saw word. the article. I didn't want to bring it up tonight because. It's all right. You just finish your party but, yeah. shot. It's fine. 
a parting shot is that it every one of these people they are America they are what we stand for and I want to take hope in that I want to take hope in that all right that's kind of my parting shot and also you know Adam Schiff America if you can keep it yeah I, I, I hope so. But anyway, um, um, not much for me, parting shot-wise, except check out Mike Check Radio uh, this Sunday with our friend Britt Wolf. We're going to be talking about all three trilogies, all three Star Wars trilogies in the Skywalker saga. And also, I'd like to wish the best of luck to the Newark Yetis. G- go for it, boys. You, you're, good sp- <laughs> you're good sportsmen. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it.